0: Hey, you're listening to Cool Domain. This is Colin. I'm Sean. I'm Travis. I'm Buggy. And I'm Megan. Alright, wow, well, went off without a hit. That was nice. Yeah,
1: that's good. Probably one of the best ones.
0: Okay, I'm going to start off with my top news because it's uh, it's really sad to me. A website that I used to go to – well, I yeah, I guess I still go to it. It's in my – when I open up all my tabs, it pops up, but um, it's – there's no updates anymore. Game Trailers is closing down. Um, they're really cool because I remember back when I was looking for footage for games um, and just – whenever before really youtube even existed game trailers was around and they would put up whenever there was e3 or a new game trailer was released it was really like the site to go to to get this stuff if um that and maybe ign because it was around but and and you know i kind of followed all the um pretty much all the editors there had been involved in a podcast which was part of my motivation to get back into podcasting you know after a brief break and um It's just sad that they're closing down. They got the notification basically that day. Like everyone found out the same day they found out. It basically said, yeah, we just had a meeting and we found out that we're uh, closing as of today. And so all the editors were laid off that day. And then um, now basically the tech guys are still there because they have to figure out how to like archive and take the whole site down. So that's something that's going to be happening I think over the next week or two. But, yeah, Game Trailers is no more, and that's just uh, really sad. There's a lot of people that we, we kind of followed. Megan started following a lot of them on Twitter, so we can kind of see where their careers go. Because Brandon Jones, who was one of the founders of the site, I'm really like I'm really interested to see what he does next. And I know um, Did You Know Gaming had reached out to them and said, uh, you know, if any of you guys are looking <coughs> for a thing, you can kind of use our outlet, you know, just get in touch with us. So, I don't know. Thanks, Travis, for bringing that to my attention. I know you, you shared that article. and So, yeah. it's just... uh. Sad. Sad news.
2: Yeah, I think the way that the current landscape is for sharing content is just not very favorable for actual companies anymore. Well,
3: yeah. it's like if you're not using YouTube.
2: Seems- yeah, and GameTrader started putting their
0: stuff on YouTube, but about a year and a half ago, they were bought out by... um
3: Defi-
0: Well, they were, yeah, they're owned by Viacom, so there's a lot of crossover between them and G4 when G4 was around. And they did like all the press events and everything. And then they had a lot of shows and a lot of content um, because they had, you know, they were attached to Viacom. So they, you know, anything with MTV, anything with G4, you know, they had that outlet. And then Viacom sold them to Defy and they laid off like 80% of the office and basically like seven. To eight core members kind of stuck around if they kind of had to prove their worth to company. I feel the company. like they
3: had personalities. Like yeah. The ones like, that hosted stuff.
0: I the ones who hosted a couple of shows on there, were the only ones who stuck around and everyone else got the axe. And then that was about a year and a half ago, maybe a little bit longer. And then after Defy, it just kind mm-hmm. of kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And the content. I can understand from <laughs> Defy's perspective, you know, they're not really making a lot of money off of this. And even though they tried to branch into YouTube, it just wasn't generating revenue so i guess they they cut well, remember them.
3: when they went to that whole phase where they were supposed to promote themselves on youtube and be like subscribe and yeah. they like got really
0: they didn't want to do it. it
3: yeah
0: um the other thing because didn't uh who was the other one that got a bunch of layoffs
3: oh escapist and there was another studio also in by right. defy
0: yeah so escapist a couple of people at escapist, escapist. Uh, yeah a,
1: lot of a shitload of people go oh,
0: yeah right. and i think they're are they also in by defy mm-hmm. yeah so it looks like they're just cutting uh, trying to cut all the fat and maybe they just had a really bad quarter or something there.
4: Well, it seems to be like those companies are the ones that like produce the kind of content that costs more to make whereas like mm-hmm. the like I go to Polygon for a lot of the news and stuff like that and it's pretty much mostly just text. Like it's pretty cheap to just have people editors writing up articles constantly on a day. You don't need a lot of people to produce a lot of content that way. Yeah. And I felt like the doing... content
3: that um, game trailers put out was a lot of like gameplay playthroughs where you have to dedicate you know hours. Yeah, yeah, to... people
0: have to spend time playing the games to review them. But I always like the reviews because they seem pretty unbiased, and there are very few reviews on there that I didn't agree with. You know, I always kind of trusted them. Versus where you, IGN's either going to give you a one out of ten or an eleven out of ten. So I don't really trust IGN for the most part. GameSpot's kind of okay with reviews, and Game Informer was okay but i don't really read it anymore so i don't know it's just sad but we got a lot of other good news so um anyone having anything they want to add to that
4: i think that's it yeah
0: okay we'll go on to the <laughs> next thing so uh sean what, what do you got
1: <laughs> i want to talk about this guy that did a witness speed run oh so, okay. the witness is a new puzzle game by what's his name jonathan blow, blow.
2: oh yeah the, the guy great, made great. Bride.
1: Yeah, so he's got a new game out and it looks gorgeous by the way, but it all it is is little puzzles that you do, like line puzzles, mazes, stuff like that. Well part of it you have to wait for like this eclipse to happen or whatever to highlight part of something or whatever. And this dude was doing a speed run, live streaming it, and it's the part where he was at was gonna take a while. So he was like, Alright, well I'm just gonna go to Whataburger, get a sandwich, come back, eat it, and continue. So we did. It took him about like half an hour and then he still set a world record. <laughs> so, <laughs>
3: Because <laughs> he completed all was... of the puzzles, so he had to wait for the eclipse to happen with no content to do.
1: That's what. Yeah, he yeah. Had to let yeah, it sit uh-huh. there. So, and so it's he just put an... the Whataburger and ate.
4: It's a, a really new game, so it hasn't been like min maxed yet either. So right, he's right. like, he's like number one of ten speedruns yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I um, I have it. I haven't played it yet though. But I got that beautiful and, looking game. Uh, the Firewatch I've also got, which I was going to play this week. want to so play like, that. It's only supposed to be about like four hours, so Firewatch I it would be a
1: really quick playthrough and witness. I really like the trailer for that game.
0: Yeah, it looks interesting. Apparently it's just like a lot of walking and and talking. <laughs> Basically the game gives the narrative room to breathe through the dialogue, but apparently it's got a lot of positive reviews about supposed to be very uh, like organic feeling. Like it doesn't feel forced and you actually start to care about the characters. So, It looks interesting. I'm excited to try it out, and I guess on the next podcast I can talk about it.
1: I am going to... Well, I remember from the trailer, like, they were talking, and he's like, oh, I see you in the tower or whatever. He's like, but I'm not in the tower. (laughs) And like, who is in that tower? (laughs) 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 I got to play this game, man.
0: Uh, I got to find out. (laughs) It's the mystery. Um, We are recording a bit late. I want to point that out to any any of our loyal subscribers, if we have them. Just me. And I was thinking, <laughs> about, yeah, I was thinking about today. I wonder how many subs- of the subscribers we have were subscribers from like 2010. <laughs> you know, like if any of them stuck around, and then all of a sudden, like in their feed, they're like, "Hey, they're back." <laughs> I knew yes, they. short break. I knew they'd come back. <laughs> short.
1: <laughs> had to revamp the show. Yeah. Um but no as... it's exactly the same. Yeah.
3: No, Dustin's not here right now.
0: Yeah, we don't, we don't really know when we're gonna be able to have Dustin back. We would like him back. Dustin, if you're listening, we want you back.
1: He was at Red Robin.
4: We want you inside yeah. our podcast. Yeah. Get to join
1: the sex party.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sean, the sex machine.
1: <laughs> I think we were talking about that before we were recording, so that just came out of nowhere. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it makes it even better. It's okay. But for People years,
3: Sean has been my sexy twin.
0: Oh, because of the Ava stuff.
3: Yeah, we'd wear nerve yeah. shirts together For a time. second,
0: I thought you were going to say, Sean's been my sex machine. And he's going to be like, whoa!
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not the
3: time, <laughs> <think>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we moved.
3: <laughs> no, we no, were wearing nerve shirts together. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> anyway,
0: uh, Travis, what do you got?
4: uh so i got one um a few weeks ago um david gator i don't know if anyone knows the name i didn't really know the name but he was one of the lead writers at bioware he'd worked on all of, most of their games i think since baldur's gate 2 mm-hmm. and um he didn't work on the mass effect series but he did uh like lead up the dragon age writing i believe mm-hmm. and um he announced that he left bioware which was really disappointing i was like well now i'm even have even less faith with the direction of where their games are going to go
1: yeah.
4: But then he recently um, announced, I guess when he said he was quitting, he wasn't able to announce his new job yet, that he's going to Beamdog, the company that makes the um, Baldur's Gate and other enhanced edition games. Hmm. So, um, which they've said that they were going to work on a Baldur's Gate 3. So it looks like he jumped ship specifically to work with them on that game. So, whereas I had like no faith in Beamdog to make a Baldur's Gate 3, I now have like infinitely more faith <laughs> in them. <laughs>
1: His name is Gator.
4: G a i d e r.
1: oh wow, that's weird. sick name. <laughs> Gator, like yo, Gator, Gator, not Gator. <laughs> Gator. I don't care. It's Gator. Yeah. That's a cool name.
2: Gator. <laughs> Throw you in a yeah. Wendy's drive-through window.
4: But I've always considered the Baldur's Gate games to be like the best, some of the best uh, PC RPGs, So that was really. Uh, Good news for me I was like Well now I don't have to expect Baldur's Gate 3 to suck
0: Yeah cause after Baldur's Gate They stopped making them Then we kinda had What like Neverwinter Nights And then Dragon Age Origins Were supposed to be like I guess If you divided it in half Those are the two directions That went
4: Well it's Yeah it's kind of um They made Neverwinter Nights And then um They Then Obsidian Did what Obsidian Always does And takes a game And makes a Buggier but possibly more interesting <laughs> sequel.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, kind of like they did with Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And um like I I want to play Neverwinter Nights 2 cuz I've heard it's really good like story and everything wise, but they made the interface so much worse. I don't understand how they did that. They could have done nothing to the interface. And it would have been like 10 times better than it is in Baltimore, or Neverwinter Nights 2.
0: I remember back in like 2009 I'd gotten 8800 like a GTX 8800 and I am um, You know, which at that time was, like, the most powerful card, and I couldn't, uh, like, we were all going to play LAN at the HODs, Neverwinter Nights 2, and I had the fastest computer, and I could not get it to run to save my life. I think I was running Vista too, which probably didn't help, but, like, just, yeah, let me know how it runs on anything.
4: I've I've run it um, like a couple of years ago. That's what I'm saying. Like the I played it for like half an hour and I was like, I can't do this interface and just mm-hmm. quit playing.
0: Are there but, no um, mods for it to like fix that? I
4: I don't know, but it's like a, it's such a core component of the game that yeah, I, don't I don't know if you could. Um, but um. But um. Anyways, yeah, they made the Neverwinter Nights, and then as far as their like fantasy games went, they I don't know was that before Jade Empire? I don't consider that kind of a separate entity, anyways. Yeah, it sounds like... But um, then they lost the well, they left Activision, I guess, because they had been part of Activision up to that, which is how they got the uh, Dungeons and Dragons license for the other games. And so they didn't have the Dungeon and Dragons license anymore, so they made um, the Dragon Age universe, and that's where that started. But it's nice to see them going back to or seeing one of the original writers. He, he didn't work on Baldur's Gate one, but he did work on two, which I think was the better game, anyways.
0: I'm curious when they start putting, like, showing content from it, because I'm curious to see how it develops well, and stuff.
4: It's going to be, like, they're using the same engine as the uh, Baldur's Gate 2, so it's going to look like Baldur's Gate 2. I'm oh, play, okay. Like, yeah. Well, so their their development efforts are probably going to be pretty easy. It's going to be just, like, developing new content for it.
0: Yeah, well, that's interesting. I'm I, So is it already funded, or are they doing, like, a crowdfunding thing for that? Or
4: I don't even think they, I think they're just funding it with, the profits they've made from the enhanced edition games.
0: Yeah. I'm curious to see how it shapes up. Yeah. Um, uh,
2: Bucky, what do you got? Okay. Well, if anyone knows me, they know I love the souls games. Yep. (laughs) Quite a bit. Um, Okay. What? Go on. (laughs) (laughs) And this was actually absolutely hilarious to me, but um, Namco Bandai is offering $10,000 to anyone if they can put together a video to accurately tell the story of Dark Souls uh, for Dark Souls 1 and 2.
3: This is real money or in-game money? This is this
2: is real real money. Oh. <laughs> you, from Software ain't gonna give you souls. So is it because they don't know the story? And they're like, please, somebody tell us
0: what we're <laughs> you know, doing so we can I make the next game
2: because we have no idea what our canon is anymore. Because, I mean... There's a few people that I watch on uh, YouTube that are all, all their videos are basically just hours and hours of them picking apart the lore of the games, and it's really, really interesting, but I wonder how much of it is just complete and utter bullshit. Did just, like, one writer not
0: talk to another writer, and they're just like, fuck it, I'll write this dungeon, you write that dungeon, (laughs) and we'll just see if any of the content lines up. I mean, it makes
1: a fun game.
0: Yeah.
2: Bucky, (laughs) are you going to
3: try to tackle it?
2: No, because I don't fucking know what the game's about. Well, <laughs> I, think the, I think the deadline's already hit. So. Yeah, the, the deadline's already hit, and some of the videos that have come out of it are absolutely golden. Um, my favorite one is called Biography of the Chosen Undead, The Dark Souls Story. It's a mockumentary style.
0: <laughs> nice.
2: Where they even, like... Uh, you know how in some of those old crime shows, they'd say, this this is a reenactment. So... Footage from the games, it would give a disclosure of, this is a CGI reenactment. <laughs> and then it would go to a bunch of people sitting in some college library actually, try you know, discussing it. And then they had people arguing because there's all, the canon's all over the place.
3: How long and, are these videos?
2: Uh, let's see, Biography of the Chosen Undead was like four or five minutes. Okay. I'll have to watch these because I'm, I'm
0: actually I've always been kind of curious because I have no idea what those games are about, and I think it's funny that even
2: they don't really know what their games are about. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Dark Souls Three comes out in April, so they're trying to give people a little something to to look at to get them up to speed if they don't want to play the first two,
4: or if they have played the first two to understand them,
0: or if they have played
2: <laughs> the first two. It's do you know when they're that gonna, is valid? Do you know when they're going to announce a winner? I don't, um, and I don't think that I've actually seen anything on the website for it. Mm. Yeah, we'll have to see. Keep us, uh, keep us tuned. Oh, I will, because I've, <laughs> I've watched all of them, and they're some of them are, like, actually really epic and, you know, informative, and then you have some, like, that mockumentary that are just hilarious.
3: <laughs> you could post, like, the top five that you've watched to the page so that people can see what you recommend
2: oh that's yeah. true that's true i'll do that yeah because yeah, i need to understand what's going on
4: <laughs> yeah i have
0: no idea i was just gonna I'll... i was still waiting to get into bloodborne that's my and I oh it's know...
2: so good yeah that's awesome <laughs> also
4: <laughs> bucky yeah while we're on the topic i am planning on starting over and actually playing through scholar the first sin soon. oh okay okay i will you have it on pc right
2: i have it on everything
4: I will probably need some assistance.
2: <laughs> all right. Yeah. I'll, I wanted to start a fresh character before three anyway. So let me know. All right. All right. Uh, Megan, what do you have?
3: Okay. So this starts off kind of like an urban legend because I had someone message me on Facebook a picture of a cell phone picture taking a picture of a monitor. So already I was like, I need to Snopes this because I don't think it's true. But, you know, there was all this rumor of when Pokemon Go is actually going to come out. And the picture they sent to me said, it says iPhone and Android, and then it goes on to describe that there's going to be a press release in March. And it just, I didn't recognize any of the names, and it's like a convention, and I was like, why would Nintendo release when Pokemon Go is going to come out? At a you know a game convention, that's and they always not... do
0: their own stuff on Nintendo yeah. Direct. They don't really announce anything anymore. I can... So
3: I thought my friend was just teasing me, and um, I looked it up. But there, it's actually there's um, in San Francisco the Game Developers Conference. Yeah, GDC. It's, yeah, in March, they are going to be having a thirty minute meeting on Monday. Uh, I think it's the eighteenth um, with the founder and CEO of the company that's making Pokemon Go. And so I don't think they're going to be saying when the release date is at that um, 30-minute press thing, but they will be showing video, and he'll be explaining the gameplay. So I just kind of want it. That's my excitement. Colin has listened to me every day be like, when Pokemon Go comes out this.
0: I think they're really just going to talk about the Nintendo Nun. That's what? what's going to happen. The <laughs> Nintendo Nun. I don't think that is. It's, new, it's the, the new yeah. console. It's the new console, the Nintendo no, Nun.
3: No, no. They're only going to talk about Pokemon Go. <laughs> J- <laughs> and so I actually um, – <laughs> I'm excited. That's because the only thing <laughs> you're allowed to talk about. I'm excited because um, it says that he's going – like the takeaway that they gave was – That attendees are going to have a first-hand, in-depth look at how players are interacting and exploring the world. And when I was at GameStop earlier this week picking up my Mew, which if anyone hasn't done it already, go get your free Mew at GameStop. Um, It ends February 24th, so your time is limited. You have 10
0: more days. Yeah, 10 more
3: days. Go do it. Um, The person who was behind the counter was just saying that... um, So, Pokemon Go had a Super Bowl commercial, and... It's not the most talked about in the news media commercial, but it is on YouTube the most viewed of the commercials after they were put online. Mm-hmm. Um, he was saying that the marketing company that Pokemon Go hired to make that commercial makes it look way cooler than it really will be because it's all, you know. But what
0: does the guy at GameStop know? I know, He doesn't know, know. any more than you do. I
3: know. I tried to look up who the marketing he's, he's company... He's not like in the know. I know, I know, but <laughs> I tried to look up who the marketing company is. Who did the commercial was, and I couldn't find any information. And then I tried to figure out who was producing the wristbands, and I couldn't. Anyway, it's all cloaked in darkness.
4: I mean, to to be realistic here, isn't it marketing's job to make things look better than they actually are? Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, that's what they do with everything. Every game,
0: every product ever.
4: Budweiser had some really good commercials during the Super Bowl. It still yeah. tastes like garbage.
3: <laughs> Fair but, enough. But so in my quest to find out if Pokemon Go is going to be a steaming pile of poo, I um, did download Ingress, the um, previous game that this game company, um, Niantic, has put out. And I've been trying to play it for the last 24 hours. And Colin's like, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you playing that silly yeah, game? Well, tell me about the game. Like well, what it is. so the game is real world. There's, like, points at... Landmarks around different cities, and you're like on the resistance or the scientific exploration team, but you're trying to capture points. It's kind of like so. It's, it's a
4: GPS based. Oh, I know a lot of people that play that game. It's so you're saying cool. I have to leave
3: my house. Yes, you do. But yeah, that's not going to happen. I, I you know, have to travel cool to places. Game. But it gives you missions that are like real life missions where I'd have to go walk around the neighborhood to capture like five points in a row to complete the mission. And it helps boost your teams, capture the flag points.
0: And... What was the name of the guy who like dominates West Seattle?
3: Oh, it was like Douche t- Teabagger or something. Yeah, like... <laughs> tea, like tea-
0: teabagger is like the guy who he owns West Seattle. Yeah, his, his name's
3: on every point in West Seattle. <laughs> Teabagger, but anyway, my From news is West Seattle. <laughs> my news is that Monday, March 14th is probably the most likely next chance we're going to hear anything about Pokemon Go. So get excited. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, there's at least one of us excited.
4: <laughs> Gotta catch <laughs> 'em all. Oh, no, for- Travis,
3: you're excited, aren't you?
4: I'm not a fan of those <gasps> types of games. <gasps> oh, I like Pokemon. No, no. Wait, we're not <laughs> She's kind of- like, Travis, please, Travis. Please.
3: Travis, Travis we were going to yeah. watch Pokemon movies together, and you're telling me this? What?
4: I, I just have too much shame to play those types of games in public. Yeah,
3: I I don't. That's why you just
0: pretend like you're texting. That's how you handle it. But you gotta <laughs> catch them all. You're like I'm like everyone else. I'm just texting in public. That's all. I'm just I'm I'm my I'm, I'm a mime. I'm throwing
2: <laughs> throwing mime baseballs. Yeah. <laughs> Baseball, no, but it looks cool up?
3: because they're gonna have like legendaries in certain places, and all the players have to come together at the same moment and battle it at the same moment. That's it's not, just, that's it's not, gonna that's bring not the community together. It's just
2: LARPing. It you're just you guys gonna, being, do that. The nerves are, gonna be all the nerds are gonna be a lot of shy people. I have always wanted to like get a Craigslist to, like
3: group together where I'm like, everybody meet me at the park, <laughs> we're gonna have like a little get together. That's some Sounds. i gonna run into,
4: I mean, Craigslist Rocket. Team. It might work for you in Seattle, but you got to remember, we're not in Japan. The odds of there being, like, enough people in an area to it's, do that here in North Carolina, it's nice. You're
0: going to show like up, up guys- at the park and it's all, like, child molesters and <laughs> sex offenders out there like, where's all the kids?
2: They should be playing this game. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> yeah. There's the kids. a shiny movie out here. <laughs> I here. Mean, it, there should like be the, more children.
4: It's like the street pass thing. It works perfectly in Japan because... So such a high percentage of the people there have 3DS's and uh, they have it's such a tight area uh, I mean people have probably
1: go nuts at conventions but then aside well, yeah. that probably nothing
4: yeah but then like people here on a daily really sad. I can take my 3DS with me to school and I'm lucky if I get one hit on street pass
3: Hey, when I used to work in the child psychology clinic, I would get street passes from all my clients that were coming. (laughs) And I only felt a little guilty.
0: (laughs) Imagine all the kids felt. They get back and they're like, who's this Megan? It's popping up on my thing. I guess I didn't tell them my name. Anyway, okay. Um, So I guess – so we're going to go through our our other news and then we actually are kind of going back to how we used to do. We're going to have a top five list of each of our top five uh, favorite video game weapons of all time. So stick around after the news if you want to hear those. Um, And there were – yeah, we had no limits. You could double up. I think the only limit I gave Megan was she was only allowed to name one Pokeball. (laughs) <laughs> those, you can't just list off all the pokeballs.
1: Those are five, but anyway, that pokeballs are weapons. Yeah. They have yeah. more than five pokeballs. Oh
2: yeah. no! Have you ever been hitting the nuts with a pokeball?
1: <laughs> it's not a weapon, though. It's a little house thing. Sure,
2: it's
3: it's a a little, I agree with you completely, Pokemon, and I don't but... have a pokeball. On the it's a list. house
2: weapon. Yeah, but you're, those Pokemon are in
0: the
4: wild, and you're hitting them with them. You like literally. The Pokemon peg aren't them.
1: weapons. It's animals.
3: more like a net. It's not a weapon. And that can Can't, be a weapon. Hold
4: up with that argument, Sean. That we're going to have to talk about this later because that pertains to one of my selections, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. News. Well, so let's talk about the new Doom
0: trailer. Did everyone get a chance to check that out? Yes! Yes. Yeah, uh, and apparently good. <laughs> good The, uh, the campaign, <laughs> another thing about it is they uh, announced, uh, according to them, that the campaign's going to be about 13 hours, which is pretty substantial for a first-person shooter. Holy crap.
4: Uh, Especially one where they don't expect you to spend 50% of your time hiding behind... Waste high walls yeah
0: and so like i'm excited for it because it looks more like traditional dune like or doom not dune spice must flow anyway but like the strafing the movement seems a lot more like old school first person shooters and a lot less like the weighted movement like you almost kind of glide around it looks like um the shooting's very fast-paced. The only thing that I've seen people complaining about were the kill animations. Like, if you go close, like, it'll be, like, an execution animation that takes away. But I'm okay with this. It doesn't bother me. Uh, it does seem like if you have the difficulty up, it will be just as hard as, like, old-school Doom was. Like, as far as getting swarmed by enemies. Um, it looks like they really did, like, a 180 from Doom 3. Like which kind of changed the formula up. They made it more of a horror game with that one. And this one looks like it's just a straight up destroy it all. Kinda of like how when uh Wolfenstein New Order kinda of started going back to the roots of just like run and gun uh gameplay. And I think the new Doom, I'm I'm really excited for it. I think the trailer looks great. I think it looks like a fun game. Um and the multiplayer what I've seen of it looks like a lot of fun too. So is it
3: PC only? Uh no, I
2: think it's
0: gonna be on everything. <laughs>
3: <clears throat> but
2: why would you play it on anything else? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play it on PC.
3: In <laughs> the, Keyboard, mouse.
0: Yeah, mouth. and it's got that, uh, It's got its own level designer mode too, which is really exciting. Um, you know, if someone, like, for the, I guess the modding community or the community of players who want to be able to make their own maps, I think you can do a lot of cool stuff. Kind of reminds me of Time TimeSplitters. So I think we talked about this when Bethesda did the press conference and first showed it. I think we talked about it a bit then. Um, so what are you guys' feedback? Like, what are you, what are you looking forward to most in, about, about this new Doom?
4: I'm cautiously optimistic. Like, I'm not getting my hopes up for it after uh, their last few disappointing first-person shooters. Mm-hmm. So, um, also, I've noticed they seem to have, like, a fetish with, like, people getting cut in half. Yeah. 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 Like, like Quake 4, awesome. that was like... Well, Quake 4, like, the main character gets, like, his bottom half, like, replaced by, like, uh, whatever the alien monster... Oh, the
0: rest is. Of the Borg... Pretty much. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. they they're turning him into one of them, but it gets like interrupted before they like reprogram him. So he has like all like the strengths, but he's still him going yeah. around murdering them all.
0: I need to play Quake Four. I never actually got a chance to get around to it. It's one of those like, I got
4: to that part of the game and I think I got bored.
0: I thought that was that's not like the opening of the game.
4: It's like an hour or two into it, oh, I think. Okay.
0: It's 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 a pretty good game. I mean
2: eh. It was some years ago when did Quake yeah. Four come out. Oh yeah,
4: it was a while because they've made Rage as well since then.
2: Yeah, it came out the same time Witcher One did. Yeah, because I played two thousand five.
0: So we were still in high school when Quake Four came out. Yep. Uh, on Metacritic, it's got a four out of five though. IGN gave an eight point one out of ten, <clears> and on Steam, I don't know Steam has a rating. I guess it's a they 9, have user reviews. Yeah, it's a nine out of ten on there, so it's got pretty overwhelmingly positive.
4: I feel like any game that came out before Steam reviews existed are going to be slightly skewed, and that the only people reviewing it are going to be the people who are like, "Oh, I want to play this game again." Yeah.
1: <laughs> or
0: Quack four.
2: <laughs> I I
1: think that it looks like a awesome game. though.
0: <laughs> ducktales. Woo!
2: Like, I was a huge fan of the Painkiller games oh, yes. because they, you know, it's just silly, mindless, gratuitous violence and. I I love myself a good, realistic shooter every now and again, but it just seems like the market is flooded with them right now.
4: I want a Bulletstorm too. Yes! Oh,
0: that would be awesome. I don't think that's ever going to happen, though, unfortunately. No. But Bulletstorm was, like, stupid fun. I think I got it on a Steam sale for, I don't know, like $4 or something. And it was one of those things where I was just like, oh, I'll give this a shot. Because when it first was announced and, like, came out, I wasn't very excited about it. But when I played it, that game was a blast. And the, and the main, writing's
2: good too. Yeah, the
0: main character is voice acted by uh I always call him Spike. I forget his real name cuz he was Spike in Cowboy Bebop, but I hear him in <laughs> everything. Uh Steven Blum. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's always Spike. He's always going to be Spike forever. Forever and always. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so For Honor, which is Ubisoft's new <clears throat> it's like a melee-based game. Um And so basically you can play as like samurai or medieval knights. Uh, There's different factions. I think there's more than those. They just haven't announced a lot of them. But they're like fighting each other. Um, And so they they kind of announced recently Ubisoft came out and said it's more of a core game instead of mass market. Like they're actually trying to zero zero in on a certain type of audience as opposed to just trying to appeal to everyone, which I think is a good thing. And I think that's kind of what they did with Rainbow Six. They could have done a lot of things with Rainbow Six Siege to make it more – mass market appeal and i feel like they didn't do that and so it's uh i think it's a good thing that they're saying this and i'm hoping it's it's accurate and what i've seen of the game makes me excited i know a lot of people are not very impressed or excited about it have you guys had a chance to like check out any of the for honor footage or any of the stuff from e3
4: honestly you talking about it and like you posting about it earlier was like the first I'd even ever heard of the game
0: yeah i feel so. like it's, it's <clears throat> not been super well marketed so that unfortunately
3: uh, who are they marketing for
0: well, well when is it coming out? Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't even
2: know. I guess you I know,
4: really know. So they may they may be like slowly ramping up. It may be a it, while before it comes out. Yeah, so I've they actually. They may not want to blow all their load at once. <laughs> i have <laughs> seen
2: i have seen a I've seen a Let's Play of it that's like an hour and a half long, uh, that someone posted right after E three, and it looks interesting. It kind of mm-hmm. looks like a mixture between Dynasty Warriors and um. What was that game? Uh, Chivalry.
0: Yeah, well, the way it is, is you've got, like let's say, 10 players in each team, and then they also, you have a bunch of like Dynasty Warrior-esque AI that go into battle with you. So you'll run through, kind of like how Titanfall is, basically. You'll be hacking through those guys, but when you actually duel another player, it gets way more intense with parries and attacks. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Bushido Blade, in a way. So, um... I'm not seeing a date anywhere. I think, uh... Right now, they haven't said anything. I think it's supposed to be this year. Um, but see.
4: given the factions that they have so far, I'm totally playing a Viking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm a sucker for Samurai, so... Yeah, it looks like Unknown release. To I'll, I'll
4: see you on the fields of battle.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think it looks fun. It's going to be on PC. It's going to be on console, too. So um, it's something I'm looking forward to. I'm waiting to see more content from it and I really do hope they market it well because sometimes when games are like really crappy marketed when they come out people are like oh we shouldn't have made it a core experience because you know no one wants to play it when really a lot of it comes into marketing but I also don't like it when games have like a hundred million dollar budget and that's all going to marketing kind of like but I mean obviously sometimes it works like GTA 5 it worked that game sold insanely well, but they had a huge marketing campaign for it. But the cool, the interesting thing about the way they market, though, like Grand Theft Auto, is they only released like three trailers for the game, and then that was it. And it was just, they just like very, they, I don't know. I guess there's a good way to market and a bad way to market, and then there's some somewhere in between too. And a lot of
4: well, GTA is also an established series; they can yeah. work
2: with that in their marketing. <laughs> Honestly, it reminds me a lot of uh, Dark Souls when it mm-hmm. released. Because I don't know if you remember, Sean. I was like, "Hey, I read about this game a few weeks ago, and it sounds pretty cool. I want to go pick it up because I had never seen anything else about it anywhere, but they were sold out every copy. Was it Dark yep. Souls or Demon Souls?: Uh, Demon Souls. Okay. So this was you know the very first one that they brought to uh It took a while for film. actually
1: I think for each of us to find a copy. yeah, because we Rick had to go. one. I got one, and Eric got one, and it took a while.
2: Yeah. So
0: on the official site for For Honor, the release date is just listed as coming soon. So it's um,
3: it's vague.
0: Yeah, it's very vague. It's just
1: soon.
3: <laughs> they should it's at least a, put a year.
0: <laughs> yeah, coming soon. relatively soon. I like
1: the soon. The soon's that common video game thing where they just say soon, and it could be tomorrow or it could be like two yeah. years from now. Right?
4: <laughs> it could be Duke Nukem Forever, for all we know. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh, it could be. I it could be not. just as good too. <laughs> <laughs> it could be
4: worth the wait Uh, oh
1: yeah game of of the
0: years (laughs) but like i said i I think they did right by rainbow six siege i think that they they i I mean obviously i wish i had a single player campaign but i think they adjusted it enough where more modern audiences can get into it but there's enough of that like there is a tactic tactical way to play it and if you have teammates that actually communicate it's very effective so hopefully for honor kind of can capture some of that um, uh, dedication to a, a particular play style as opposed to just trying to appeal to everyone i think that would be nice <laughs> and so let's see what uh, next we had animusha discussions happening at high levels at Capcom so that's something i'm i'm looking forward to I don't know how many of you guys play Animusha I had played, i have the
1: first one it's the only one i've played and it was really good but i never played any more
0: I that. had about Two years ago, I'd gone through... Because I played the first two, and then I went through and I played three and four. And then I think there was... Maybe I didn't play four. Maybe I just played three and stopped there. Um, because they had a fighting game. Let's see what four is. Is four... Dawn of, yeah, Dawn of <clears throat> Dreams, I started, but I didn't beat. Um, so I played some of Dawn of Dreams, but they really kind of changed up the game at that point, And that was the last main line entry they put in um, and it's just very different than the others although apparently IGN gave it an 8.8 8 out of 10 and my anime list .net gave it a 6 out of 10 <laughs> I never even heard of my me and Sean use that you use my anime list
1: yeah yeah I use it okay
0: well they gave it a 6 <laughs> out of 10
1: I mean I don't read any of their reviews I use it to keep track of what I watched <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know they did reviews. <laughs> apparently
0: <laughs> So I'm curious um, if they're going to reboot the series or if they're going to actually make a sequel or how they're going to handle that. But uh, 3 was really weird because they had Jean Reno and um, the character who played Semenosuke in the first game. They had it where basically like Jean Renault went into the past. And so you had this French cop who they didn't have him actually like in the, fr- in the French version of the game. I think they actually had Jean Renault voice. His character, but in the American version, it was like a super American voice actor. Yeah.
1: What? <laughs> Somebody's phone. <laughs> yeah, that was mine, sorry. He um,
0: had a super American I <laughs> voice actor doing his voice. But basically, it was like a French cop in modern times was sent back to like feudal Japan with these demons to fight him. And then Samanosuke, who was like a samurai, got sent to the future to fight these demons in like modern-day France. <laughs> such a weird game, but if you haven't Video played games it... games are
1: weird. Yeah, that one is.
0: That's the one where I feel like it really kind of jumped the shark. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but who knows? The first two are really good, though. If you haven't played Animusha 1 and 2, I suggest checking them out. Um, so I'm Sounds excited like for the Teenage Mutant
4: Ninja Turtles 3.
2: Yeah, you know, a lot like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that Animusha 1 is a little bit hard to go back and play. I tried just recently, like a few weeks ago, and it's really hard to go back to the old mechanics.
0: Well, you know, you have Animusha to thank for Devil May Cry existing. It's true, because of the glitch where you could uh, juggle enemies. Yeah. And so they were like, we need to make a game where you can kind of do this, and then they they went out and did Devil May Cry, because I think Devil May Cry was originally going to be another Onimusha game, and then they decided, let's make it its own thing.
2: It was going to be Resident Evil. Oh, is that what it was? I knew it was by yep. the same creator. It was going to be Resident Evil, and that's why the, uh, the location that you go to is very reminiscent of something you'd, you know, kind of mm-hmm. one of the Resident Evil mansions. Yeah, man, that was Cap- Capcom in, like, the Golden Age, when you had, like, Resident Evil
0: games were coming out for GameCube, but they were, like, still <laughs> good, and, like, Resident Evil 4, Onimusha, Devil May Cry... Like, what a time oh, to, yeah. what a time to be alive. And
3: you were. And I was.
0: And we were <laughs> playing. I mean, even then, like, Code Veronica, like, uh, Code Veronica X had come out. Like, the original Code Veronica had come out for uh, Dreamcast. Man, that was, like, Capcom was golden then. And I think they were hey. still making, uh, like, I'm sure it was just about the same. Then Marvel vs. Capcom 2, was that new or was that still already old? I think people were still playing in arcades at that time.
4: Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is...
0: Pretty old. old.
4: Old, yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I'm trying to think of what else hits Legends 2. When did Legends 2 <clears> out? <throat> After... That was way before this still, too, because that was PS1, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think for, like, survival horror and zombies and demons and stuff, Capcom was at an all-time high. I miss those days.
4: <laughs> now that, now they just make lots of Street Fighter.
0: Yeah. I mean, street Fighter 5 is supposed to be pretty cool, and I just...
4: It sounds like it's going to have a ton of characters. Like they there's going to be like, a new character every month for a while.
0: I'm trying to think of what else, like what else is Capcom doing now? Well,
2: was part of my off. news, okay. yeah. <laughs> what
0: was part of your news?
2: Part part of my news is going to be Capcom related whenever we come back around. Well, we
0: can talk about that now.
2: Oh, okay. Well, good segue into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of Capcom and Devil May Cry and Souls games, all things that I love, um, <laughs> Dragon's Dogma just recently released the uh, PC port um, from Capcom. And this game came out in 2013 for the PS3 and the 360. I I had it on pre-order and I played it and it was great. I loved it. The first one or Dark Arisen? The first one. Uh, Dark Arisen apparently fixed a lot of things and I never got around to... Dark Horizon
4: was just kind of like a pseudo expansion, right? Kind of like us. Well,
2: it completely mm. revamped everything. So, oh, it? yeah, it your old save files wouldn't be compatible because it just like all character progression, everything else. They rebalanced the so game. Is it the old game plus more content,
0: or is it its own thing completely?
2: It's it's yeah, it's the old game plus new content and then a revamped actual. Mechanics. Because okay. I level played level. the
0: original Dragon's Dogma. Is that where you had bit? Yeah, that's where yeah. I had bit, yeah. And um, I really like the pawn system in that game. It was really cool. And how other people... Because I remember Foy was playing it too, but he would use my pawn, and I would use his pawn, and that would like level up when we were playing. And they could go like re-get your pawn back, and they would keep keep items and experience
2: that they got while playing in someone else's world. So Yeah, it really neat. Uh, That was one of my favorite ones, too, especially since um, uh, one of our mutual friends, Mike Penny, powers through games, so I just kept downloading his pawn, and his (laughs) pawn was way OP. Um, But, yeah, that just released on PC uh, I think two weeks ago, and in two weeks, it has become the fastest-selling Capcom PC game ever. Yeah, they're going to be doing um,
0: a Dragon's Dogma online. There's an owl out there on the light pole.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you see it? Yeah. Wow, okay. Keep going. Sorry. I, was just, I just
0: noticed that you're sitting right in front of the window, and I looked down. There's an owl hanging out outside just, like, staring at this Toyota like it wants to steal it. I don't trust that owl. The conversation. The owls, man. Yeah, it's got a really pretty uh, color. It's, like, gray and black. It's really nice. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. I guess owls owl's just hanging out.
1: I I kind of want to break. I want to take a picture of this album. I want to see it. While you do that, I can continue with uh,
2: the last couple notes I had on this. Uh, Not only is it the fastest selling, it's now in the top three ever sold for Capcom PC games. The other two being Resident Evil and Dead Rising 3.
4: Which Resident Evil?
2: Uh, The remake of the first one. So just Resident Evil. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm
0: glad that they did that on PC. Quantum Break is coming to PC. This is something um, done by Remedy. People did Alan Wake, Max Payne, and I guess they really like slowing down time. So there's a lot more of time mechanics in this one. Uh, definitely really reminiscent of Max Payne, I think. Um, I'm really excited for it. I think it looked good. I, I was always interested in it, but and kind of the life cycle of it, because it was supposed to have a corresponding TV show, but instead they've canceled that, and instead they're going to have some live-action cut scenes. They had recast the main actor already, it's just had a weird life cycle, but I didn't follow it too closely because it's going to be an Xbox One exclusive. <clears throat> and they recently announced uh, that it's coming to PC on the same day. It's not even going to be a delayed exclusive; it'll be being out at the same time. So that's really exciting, and I'm following it more closely.
4: They're actually going to do even one better. If you pre-order the um, digital collector's edition on Xbox, or either the digital or any of the digital editions, or the collector's edition, you get a PC copy on the Windows Store for free.
0: That's nice, but you can't give that copy away. It's going to be linked to like your yeah. account, I guess. Yeah,
4: that, I'm, I'm assuming that's all digital. That way, you can't be like, "Oh, well, I'll buy the Xbox one, get my PC copy, and then sell the Xbox copy."
0: Yeah. The um, <coughs> I also heard it's not going to be on Steam. It's only going to be available on Microsoft Store, which I don't. I haven't really had that confirmed. It's just a rumor that I'd seen. So I don't know if that's true or not. But either way, it looks like a good game. I, I generally trust what Remedy does. I think they make good games, and so I'm. Looking forward to it. If you have, any of you guys actually followed this game at all? I know you have, Travis. But I uh, like
4: yeah. Okay, some of the reactions to the PC announcement were utterly ludicrous.
0: Yeah, some like- people. Yeah, you go ahead and say it.
4: Like, There's a portion of the Xbox fan base that had pre-ordered on Xbox that are pissed off that people on PC are going to be able to play it. (laughs) They feel feel like they shouldn't be allowed to play it, that the people on Xbox should be the only one allowed to have it.
1: Those people are stupid. Yeah,
4: well, like I was saying, I could understand if their argument was, oh, I wish I had known this was coming to PC because I would rather play it there. But that's not their argument. Their argument is, I don't want people on PC to be able to play this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, one person had said, um, you, you know, you guys didn't ask the community if we were okay with this. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, why should they? Don't... Do you
3: think that they need that to, like, reason why they bought an Xbox?
0: Yeah, I think people want their, like, real, people get really bent out of shape with the whole console war things. They want exclusivity because it's, it validates their purchase. Yeah. And now, and no. they're like, "Why didn't I buy a computer?" But <laughs> well, they should be happy that more people get to play the game. I know.
4: They're gonna flip shit if Halo comes back to PC. Oh
0: man, <laughs> I, I want that to happen because, as much as I've heard Halo Five isn't very good, I'm not willing to buy a console. That's uh, awful.
4: It. awful. I still want to buy play a console it. For it. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> no. There is nothing gained by playing it like, like the multiplayer If you want to play the multiplayer, go for it But plot wise, there's nothing to be gained from playing that game
0: I'm curious how the multiplayer would translate to PC Again, like how easy that would go with, Because it's always been a little floaty And I felt like that made it easier for people You know, you know, joysticks on a controller I'm curious how Gaining that accuracy you would get from a keyboard and mouse How that would change up the way people play the game
4: I don't know yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't
0: know. Um, Bucky, you had posted something about a broken PC ports, uh, like Tales of Symphonia. Since, since fo- whatever. Tales <laughs> of Symphonia. <Yeah. laughs> I, I struggle. Tale, tales of Cinnamon Rolls. <laughs> cinnamon Rolls.
4: Dude, I would so play that
1: game.
2: Oh,
4: it sounds man, really. No, Imagine di- no, no. like
1: Cookie
2: Clicker, but bigger. That's
1: what I was thinking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, see, I was actually pretty excited because I like you know, random hardcore action games and then quirky JRPGs. So Tales of Symphonia was probably one of the greatest ones that came out in the Tales series, and it was a GameCube game. So I got really excited when they announced that they were going to be releasing a PC port because I'm part of the PC Master Race and I love to play everything on my PC. Um, However, I'm glad that I didn't buy it when it came out, because apparently it is a an unoptimized, bug-ridden pile of shit. That's
0: very
4: aggressive,
2: Shiza. That's actually I, I took that from one of the uh, one of the Steam user reviews. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it this is how bad it is. Apparently, it's pretty much unplayable. And Durante, the guy who fixed Dark Souls when it came out on PC. Has verbally condemned the game. And he has said that there's nothing he can do. Um, Apparently they've been patching it and it's gotten a little bit better. But this seems to be an issue that I thought would have started to go away. But it just seems like it... Companies keep making the same mistakes. Some over, of the Final Fantasy over. games
1: on Steam are like that too. Like they're not bug ridden, but some of the textures <laughs> are out of place. Well, um, like throughout the entire game. And
4: um, I think it's the thing where American game companies are starting to get on board with making decent PC ports, but Japanese game companies are new to this. Like they don't really port their games to PC, so now they're having to catch up. Like they just don't have developers with that experience in general. So they have, they really have to, and they're not, I guess, foreseeing the difficulty of it when they're saying we're going to make a port of this game.
1: Oh, but real quick, speaking of Japanese gamers, what was it a couple of weeks ago? Xbox Ones, <clears> they they sold, it was like ninety, or less <laughs> than that, like that for the week or whatever. Like that's all they sold Whoa. in the whole country. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad. And there's that um, the Final Fantasy ports, how they're doing those, like the old games, but they're using the cell phone ports instead of reporting the original games <clears> uh, for the PC versions.
2: Yeah, or Charging even the PlayStation the price. 1 ones. It's, uh...
3: Can I have Pokemon re-release news? Yes, you can have Pokemon <laughs> re-release news. <laughs> so on uh, February 27th and the Virtual Console on the 3DS, they're going to be releasing Red, Green, and Yellow. Um, just to celebrate the 20 years since Japan had their release of Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. So
4: when you're saying they're releasing it to celebrate, is it free?
3: No, it's going to probably be about $10. <laughs> they're releasing that can... it to make money. I know, I know. <laughs> but um, So it's going to probably be $10. That's based on someone seeing it on Amazon before they meant to post it. Like it, got, it went up and then got taken down. So who knows? It might be a lie. But – um, <laughs> They are going to be in black and white for red and green, and then yellow will be in color. So, for me, it's like, oh, man, do I want to replay it in black and white, or <laughs> do I want to play the later version?
4: I'd say. Well, well, um,
3: I mean, you we'll have to get the all the of
4: them. Yeah.
3: I do have to play them all, but I don't have multiple DSs to, you know, trade with myself. So, <laughs> But,
4: but so this is my issue with
3: it. Bank. It's not going to be connected to the Bank. It's like... No. Just literally copies of the original game, so I don't see the point unless you're just playing it for nostalgia.
1: Pokebank? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's um,
3: go Travis. Yeah.
4: It's a uh, app they released, like a service where you can store your Pokemon between games, and then essentially allows you to trade Pokemon oh, that's with yourself. Cool. You have to pay for yeah, it like, though. Yeah, it's like was it like ten dollars a year?
3: Oh, I thought it was five, oh. but it's not. I a lot. I can't. I mean, yeah, that's it's not, not bad.
4: Yeah.
0: So I posted in the group a picture of that owl. I, I was about right, to say,
1: that is an owl. Out right <laughs> I'm down for this owl. I, I understand shit. the reaction now.
4: Sean is going down on this owl.
1: That, dude, this, this owl and me, man, we have a future together. Right. <laughs> I can't wait to hear more about how that develops.
3: Sean, this is <laughs> um, Hey, I mean, it is
2: Valentine's Day. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the time,
0: man, if there's ever a time. Um, What's he doing, though? He's just... like. He's, Thinking about stealing that Toyota.
1: It's not even a tree. No, <laughs> he's doing. It's not he's... a Toyota. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a Toyota. Is it, it, it? He's, it, yeah, it he's it is. doing
4: what he's doing. What all good serial killers do. Oh, it's right? the little. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's just just stalking. He's not even moving his head. For a second, I was like, "Is that fake?" But I don't know why someone would put a fake owl. Well, right I was thinking there.
3: maybe they put the fake one there. Well, why keep is there a
1: real going? owl there? <laughs> <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> So few answers.
0: I'm, you know, I would yell, hey, asshole, but I think it would kill me. You know. <laughs> not an asshole. It's cool. It's just chilling. It's just chilling. Um, anyway, so uh, two new classes in Rainbow Six Siege. The uh, I was thinking I was playing a lot, and I was like, oh, man, I'll have way more than enough points to unlock these. So if you were a – like if you had premium, basically you got to unlock these classes a week early. If not, you had to just wait a week. But they're available for everyone now, the two uh, Canadian Special Forces. But the um at least unlock the first one, I don't know if it goes up exponentially, but to unlock the first character, it's twenty five thousand points, and now, if you don't play the game, that is a lot of points in like a five hour yeah. play session, I got maybe five thousand points, so for, for the
4: other um groups, the first character you unlock in that group is five hundred points, yeah, and then it goes up <laughs> and it goes a, up five hundred each one,
0: yeah. And so this fee twenty five thousand is insane. So that or... means you have to
3: pay twenty five hours of gameplay.
1: No, that'd be
0: yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe if I was five. I picture. 000. I
1: want their voice actors to like in the game when they say shit like while you're playing, and you're like, he's like setting down some like tripwire. He's like, oh, you catch the hockey game, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Canadian. That'd be the best. That would be funny. Um,
0: I don't. I'll have to listen to see if they actually gave him any kind of a, like a Canadian accent. The, um... Fuck, you threw me off. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Oh, yeah. You can, however, buy these characters with real money, which, I mean, I'm not going to do. But I think that's why they're so expensive. They want people to buy them with real cash.
3: But before you knew how many points it took to unlock them, you felt pretty happy that it was both real money and gameplay.
0: Yeah, they're, they're not locked off with you can only buy it as DLC. I like that you can buy them with in-game currency. But the problem, the same thing, I have problem with a lot of free-to-play games. You can pay a little bit of money as a shortcut. Yeah. But they, it's not like play an hour or pay some money. This is like play 25 hours or pay some money. <laughs> you know, it's like a really big difference. But I mean, I don't know. I'll give it, I'll probably have a good <clears throat> session in this weekend and I'll, I'll be able to better evaluate like, time to points, you know. And a lot of it is how well you're doing and and if it's a bonus weekend and all that stuff. Um, I just wanted to, to talk about that because it's a game I'm still pretty actively playing. Um,
1: I have something real similar to that, actually. What's that? I have use... something that's real similar to that. Yeah, go ahead. That they're doing in Black Ops 3. What is it? And they've, they've added a new gun, or gun. They've added a crossbow. Mm. And a little while ago, they also added some melee weapons, it's like an, a, a wrench. It's an stuff. arrow gun. But um, you can... Whatever it is. Keep going. But you can only get them in the crates in the game. And you earn these crypto keys while playing to buy the crates. And you get them pretty fast. But you can also buy COD points mm-hmm. to unlock them. And you can only get them from these crates. And it could take you like forever to get these things. Because it's Cause a random it's really random, oh. Right. So even if you pay money to get them you can still wind up with shit out of these crates. And so... Like, it's kind of neat, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know, why can't we just, like, get the guns like you used to do? I want the like, guns.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything to add. <laughs> but I do agree. Okay. So, wait, you can get the the crypto keys Crypto unlock.
1: keys you earn while playing to unlock can them. Can you also buy them? And you buy get them, them pretty quick. And you can, well, you buy COD points, and you can also spend these points on the cases. Okay. Yeah, I, so I, like the regular one, you can either it's ten keys or like two hundred cod points.
4: And anyone who does that has more money than sense.
1: It's yeah. stupid. I don't know why anybody would buy these fucking cod points.
0: I'm
4: amazed at how much
0: like certain gun skins and stuff go for in CS:GO. Like that, people buy them.
1: They yeah, made a lot of money in that game. Yeah, just, a lot of
4: people have more money than sense.
1: <laughs> yes, they do. And in that sense, I'm glad. Yeah. Because they buy these skins and I get money out of it. <laughs>
4: I mean, I'm not necessarily calling all these people idiots. They might be really smart and also I mean, I mean, really wealthy.
1: Yeah. I mean, plus, yeah, super rich. And if that's their hobby, you know, that's what they want to spend their money on. But at the same time, I feel like there's also these people that play and they get hooked. And they're like, oh, I got to have the skin. And they're like spending money they don't have for it. Yeah. Those
4: are the people that don't have much sense.
1: Whales. It isn't called whales.
4: <laughs> that, that's one that's one of my favorite statements. whales It holds chicks. up almost any way you use <laughs> it.
1: It's
0: that too. <laughs> Um, okay. Very so,
1: insensitive.
0: Yeah, on to the next thing. Titanfall 2 <laughs> will have a single player. So what what does everyone think about this? And do you think it's because of the, the weird, like how, because Titanfall, I don't,
2: did it sell well? I feel like it had a good launch
1: and yeah, then it, it just kind of died.
2: It sold well, but it didn't keep anyone around for more than
1: a week. Well, mm. the problem, well... I loved Titanfall. I thought it was a shitload of fun.
4: Yeah, but, the only thing I don't like about it is the AI enemies.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I loved I loved calling in a Titan, whooping some ass. It was a great game. The problem a lot of people had was there wasn't a whole lot of gun variation. Yeah. I'm but mad. I was like, that's kind of a weak argument, because, like, CSGO is one of the most played games at any given moment, and it has, like, no gun variation. Like, no other options. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. I mean, you do have different guns in each category, but there's not that much. <clears throat> so I dream
0: of a world where Titanfall two has 64 player servers and really big maps, and it's That'd just. They, but I don't they think also they could
4: get away with that with mechs. There'd just be too much going on. I, it'd be so. <laughs> it'd be so awesome. It'd be. So yeah. awesome. <laughs> it would be awesome.
0: Because <laughs> you just have bigger mech, bigger maps, and it just imagine like Put a up. desert map where you just got like. Thirty-two mechs running through the desert. Oh and Thirty-two man. mechs, and they just like clash and
2: bang. And could it you out. imagine if, like, in your squad, you can have up to five people, and then if you all summon your mech, you can Voltron it up. And <laughs> oh a
1: super mech?
2: Don't play with my
0: heart. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Like, imagine, imagine the map Silk Road from Battlefield Four, but with sixty-four player Titan people. <clears level. throat> like a big map like that, where you know to tra- traverse a lot of the distance you would have mechs, but maybe if they added more, I just want battlefield and Titanfall to combine into one game. That's all I want. really.
4: Battlefall, Battlefield. Titan, Titanfield.
0: field. That would be the whole title. Battlefall, uh, like colon <laughs> Titan field. That would be a great game. I just, I want like big mech battles, like insane battlefield of like all these mechs instead of, you know, like a smaller scale, just make it big. Make a lot of mechs out there, and uh, like keep the AI. Just make it crazy, <laughs> just an insane, like chaotic. Just all these mechs charging in, punching. Give them swords too, and like big knuckle busters that they can wear. You know, like all sorts of like I think. And that aside, although that's that's never gonna happen. It's a dream. But in Titanfall 2, I think more customization for the mechs and more weapon variety. Like, I think they need some more melee-centric Well, they weapons.
1: also, they did add quite a bit as far as uh, visual customations, mm-hmm. customizations to Titanfall. And also, like, a black market system where you could sell stuff I want full for in-game like, money.
0: I Armored Core-style customization, though, where you can, like, repaint each part. I don't think they're going to can... do
4: that. So know, that would
1: be awesome. That would be... I
4: think they're still a pretty small studio. This isn't, a. <laughs> Yeah. This isn't Blizzard making Titanfall 2.
1: <laughs> I'm just
0: saying, this is the game I want. Yeah. <laughs> but I, um, I, I'm, I'm interested I was... that they have a single player, because I'm curious to explore that story more, and I feel like there is a story there, and there's a world, like there's some world building, but I, I feel when trying to get the story in a multiplayer match, I didn't really get much of well, it. Um, it was kind of they, an, anyway.
4: they did an interview. The thing was they just didn't have the money to make a story. They're mm-hmm. like, we can either make... Like, I don't even know if they had the money to make a single-player game. I think they're, just like, they're on such a low budget that like, all we can do is this um, multiplayer. Like They had a story in mind, but they didn't have a way to present it with just a multiplayer game. So it just kind of had to fit out.
0: Yeah. Is Titanfall 2 also going to be on uh, PlayStation 4 this go-round?
4: Uh, they said their goal is to be
0: on every platform. That's good. That'll help them out, too. Because before it was just Xbox One and PC, so... But you could could also
4: say maybe a significant amount of their development budget came around about that. And without that, it may not have happened at all.
0: Yeah. In the first round of like uh, press release, they were basically just saying that um, it was going to be – like they were like Xbox exclusive, Xbox exclusive. And then people were like – at first they they were saying that and then they were saying Microsoft exclusive – but they were wanting people to think it was only an Xbox One. They were kind of heading that direction. But then people, then the developers were like, "No, no, we're we're going to be on PC. We're going to be on PC." But like everyone from Microsoft was like, "Microsoft exclusive, Windows exclusive." There was
1: also like the shitty 360 version that was done by a different uh, studio. Yeah. Was there? Yeah, don't ever play it.
0: <laughs> Did you like try that one out, or you know? No, somebody? hell no. I
1: watch videos, oh. people like this shit, <laughs> this is that's their <laughs> review. That's Uh, all you need.
0: And the last little bit of news that I have is uh, Battlefield Hardline's last DLC that it's getting, which I haven't played any of the DLC. I I don't even really play the game anymore. Uh, They're adding swords. So I guess (laughs) they were just like, (laughs) we need something to mix it up. No one's playing our game. But now there are swords. In Battlefield Hardline, so... Is it
3: free or you have to pay for
0: it? You have to pay for it. You have to either have, like, premium or buy each pack, which I don't, I don't know why anyone would do either. <clears> unless <throat> it's, like, super discounted. That might be worth it. Get some I, 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 told, I told
4: Colin, <laughs> the only thing that would make that game work would be as if you could have, like, play Hotwire where no one had guns, and it was just everyone hanging out the windows of the car, like, you're bashing <laughs> each other. That
1: would be sword. amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you compared it to, what, Mad Max is what yeah, you said? Yeah, Mad Max yeah. or something. <laughs> That would be great. Give us crossbows and swords, and then that maybe...
3: Takes a whole new yeah. drive-by.
0: I think if, if its premium becomes like $5, I might pick it up just to try out like the stuff, but I imagine the community of it is, is just dwindling.
4: Um, before we get to our top five weapons,
0: does anyone have any more news?
4: I haven't done any of my news yet. Oh. <laughs> well, Other than the stuff I've had that overlapped with you guys.
0: Okay, well, tell us, um, what, what do you got?
4: Well, uh, what was it? I gotta find it because they had so much overlap. Mad Cats is in shit waters currently, right now. Because
0: they rock band stuff.
4: Well, it's not because of Rock Band. It's because Rock Band didn't do well enough mm. to pull them out of the shithole they were in. Yeah. So um... well,
0: Mad Cats was always kind of synonymous with like when you had a friend come over and you had like two good like N sixty four controllers, but you had like that cheap Mad Cats one that like your grandmother got you or something you'd feel like, that's the one. That's how you knew you were not the best friend. Cause you were
4: well, handed um, a controller. <laughs> you, you say always, but like the last like eight years or so, they've
1: made really products. Yeah, they good turned products. it around. They turned around, but, uh, but I don't about like that bad kind of rep stuck with them for a while though. Like I still don't buy that yeah. bad stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't, I, it's well, not I'm, a brand I trust. I see it and I'm like, mm,
1: but I'm, even though I, I know yeah. that they, they make
0: good things now, but they just spent so long making bad things.
1: they their PS1 memory cards.
4: Yeah. I had their um, trust those. <laughs> um, Mad Cat's Rat Seven mouse. That was a really nice mouse. I like that was the one that the, the first like adjustable mouse where you yeah, could like adjust how long it was mouse. or wide it was. And also had that um, what is it like sniper mode button on the side where you could just push a button and while you're holding the button, it would like change the sensitivity of the mouse, which is really good if you're like trying to be like really accurate yeah, over a long.
0: The mouse that we have now does that too, Travis.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, but I'm saying, like, this was, like, the first mouse that did any of yeah. that, and it was adjustable and all kinds of stuff. It was nifty.
0: It didn't look like a Mad Cat's product. When you looked at no. that mouse, you're like, Mad Cat's made this, or did they just buy this from somebody else?
4: Well, <laughs> usually what I got was, what the fuck is that thing?
0: <laughs> yeah, it does look kind of like a weird transformer. Like, does it turn uh, into a toy?
4: That's, that's like what i get. like every time because i had it while i was in the army and like our first sergeant would do like a barracks walkthrough and be like what the fuck is that transformer on your desk
0: <laughs> it's where your mouse is supposed to be
4: but uh yeah they uh i get just rock band 4 i don't think rock band 4 did as well as everyone wanted it to be i think harmonics will do fine did because,
0: anyone here buy it you bought it right travis
4: uh, yeah i bought it okay well i think the big problem was also um what really hurt Madcats is I don't think they could keep up with the production of peripherals that needed to. Mm. So like – well, maybe not that they couldn't keep up, but all the ones they made get stuck in the bundles. And so you couldn't buy any of them separately. Mm. So like it comes with one guitar, drums, and a microphone. Well, you need two guitars if you want to play with four people. The only way to get a second guitar was to buy another bundle.
0: Really? Like you couldn't buy it on its own? What about um, like an old rock band guitar or something?
4: Um, you'd have to buy like a $30 adapter to use it with the Xbox.
1: I mean, it's a fail. They should have packaged stuff like an extra guitar separate. So yeah. you could buy. And, um,
4: I don't know if that's Mad Cat's fault or Harmonix. I would think it would be Harmonix. They would be the one controlling like what. Uh, yeah, that should be and...
1: Harmonix. Who the publisher? And
4: so uh, I don't think, I don't know who did it. Uh, let me, I got a copy of the game sitting right here. Let me look at it. Um,
1: Oh yeah! No, I think it's.
4: um, I don't see anything on here. I just see Harmonix and Mad Cat's logos on the packaging because they used to be EA and um, they separated after three. So I think there's um, just them independently. Um, But so like now you go into like all these stores and you just see all these like guitar bundles with just the game and the guitar everywhere, like, and it's just like. I feel like if they would sold a lot of those separately, they wouldn't have had all those bundles just sitting around, and Madcats might have made a little bit more money as well.
0: Maybe. That does seem like an oversight.
3: So did that when article I, say that they were laying people off, but they're still going to keep making stuff? They're,
4: they're going to keep trying, but it's like such a drastic layoff that um, – like, I'm trying to see where the numbers were. Um, like their CEO and um, chairman – Let's see. CEO resigned along with Chairman Thomas Brown and Whitney Peterson, the senior vice president of business affairs. So, like three top executives resigned wow. uh, before their financial earnings were released. <laughs> then uh,
0: they're like, "We're just going uh, to get out
4: ahead of this. <laughs> we know yeah. it's going to be
1: bad. You can't
4: fire me. I quit. could. You
1: imagine though, working there? And seeing, like, the like hearing about them resigning, I'd You're be like, like okay, oh well, I'm just going to go find another job right yeah, now. Just <laughs> start looking. Hope you get a
0: separation <clears throat> package because it's over.
4: But, um, yeah, what I ended up doing to get a guitar was um, Best Buy. Like, I saw Mad Cat's had, a, like, a listing on their store with a price of $100 for a guitar. Hmm. And the game plus a guitar was, like, 120 or 130 I think but you couldn't actually buy it on mad cat's website they just had like the listing i'm like so when it does come out it'll be a hundred dollars i'm like that's not bad and then one week the um game uh guitar bundle went on sale at best buy for a hundred dollars and because it actually included the game the um gamers club discount applied to it it wouldn't have applied to a guitar by itself so i actually got it for 20 percent off
0: yeah
3: did you sell the game back
4: you can't <laughs> like um can't the going rate the going price at like anywhere is like if they will buy it is like two dollars <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody wants a copy of rock band with no <laughs> instruments i doubt it's still shrink wrapped <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice
0: what else it's you also got? on
4: xbox one um Dust 514 is getting shut down. Um, I thought
0: they were uh, moving it to PC, or are they just shutting it well, down? Well, it's, it's a completely different game
4: they're making for PC. Um, they were... Oh, it's, it's, I think it was called like Legion or something was, or something like that. was the one they were developing for PC. And they said they've shut that project down, but the work is getting transitioned to another project that they're making a first-person shooter. So for anyone who's listening who doesn't know what it is, uh, Dust 514 was the first-person shooter uh, for PS three that tied into the Eve online world. And I think it was overly ambitious and for what it, they wanted to do and also really dumb for them to target Playstation three. Yeah, only. it
0: didn't really develop on a lot of its deliver on a lot of its promise. Because you were excited about it. Yeah, I was really excited. I was one of the early um early adopters. Like I had yeah. funded it before like this is before Kickstarter too.
4: Yeah, they, uh, they um sold pre orders and you could like get in on the game early and yeah, stuff. I
0: was I was one of those people
4: yeah so was i and it just the the gameplay didn't feel right um the graphics weren't very good i and i think there's just too much going on the for graphics to really handle were that. awful yeah were well, just, i think <laughs> they were the, the, terrible and also for anyone to know the idea was that um the playstation 3 first person shooter and the pc mmo actually happened at the same time like they the games interacted with each other, but
3: did Eve Online players really get into it? Like, did I don't they think interact? so. I no, think no. I think
4: I think I think that's what Sony was hoping for when they bought it as an exclusive was that they could get some of these people to go out and buy PlayStation Three to play the game. <laughs> but I don't think they understood that people who play Eve Online <laughs> they play they they play Eve Online.
0: That is their game. That's all they do. <laughs> that game is a full time job.
4: Yeah, like it, it is just. A bad, I think it's just bad all around. So hopefully, being on PC, they can hit more of their target audience. Yeah, I really bought and, into uh,
0: the hype, and so I was—I felt really burned by it. <laughs> but that
4: was my understandably fault. so. It's
0: my fault for getting excited. <clears throat> should have been—I should yeah, have realistically. You just taken,
3: wanted really big mech battles.
0: <laughs> yeah, I should have taken a step back. Well, I like the thought of like progressively capturing whole, you know, like planets and things, and I should have just taken a step back and looked at it and said. Oh, this is this is just, like, a shooter, and these are just maps, and nothing's really going to change.
1: shit, and... so that just reminded me of another, like, failed PS3 thing. You guys remember MAG?
0: Yes, <laughs> I was just super excited about MAG. I bought it at lunch. It was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. I know, any game that promises, like, massive, ba- it was called Massive Action Game. That's one of the yeah. <laughs> MAG yeah. meant. Great
1: name, by the way.
0: Yeah. Um, Sean good,
3: is so I, gleeful
0: <laughs> Yeah, and I just Yeah, fuck <laughs> I get so excited about these massive games And then they always Fail I yeah. don't know it's, Fable it's Fable 2 2 is the closest thing I think that actually kind of delivered on its promise um, And I just And I couldn't stay in it, but It's the closest thing, I think That's out there <laughs> To big Big old battles yeah. Hurt feelings all around.
4: <laughs> but I think that's actually all my news. Most of my news actually overlapped, so I added it in when we were talking about the
2: stuff. Did so, uh, anyone else have anything? I've got two minor ones that uh, are just more announcements than anything. Alright, what do you got? Uh, we actually talked a little bit about Blizzard, so uh, Overwatch has entered its final beta Yeah, on Friday. And I was not Invited, neither was I, which kind of you know I keep my preparation age handy because of the butt hurt, but um... I wasn't invited either. It must be the cool kids'
0: party that like yeah was
2: they're going to?
1: yeah, I was invited, I turned it down our podcast, <laughs> our podcast needs to get
4: bigger, so we get invites to this stuff,
2: yeah, yeah, um so i've I've actually been watching some people playing this and some videos on it, and it looks really interesting to me, I think I will. Once they finally release what business model they're going with, I think I'd be interested yeah. to play it. Have they? Yeah, is it going to be a the, one and done? Yeah, it's yeah one
4: and done. Buy the game and you get the game and all the characters and everything. Now there will probably be like um, skins and things like that, but they're like gameplay wise, you buy the game, you get everything.
2: Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, that one was pretty interesting to me. Yeah.
0: Any uh, American Truck Simulator stuff you got
4: shown? <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> you saving that for his favorite weapon category? No, that's when we get to what are we playing?
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Colin, there's a game that you need to check out. Okay. That I was watching a video on it, and I thought that it was right up your alley. It's called Escape from Tarkov. I think I've heard. It about is it. a. It's
0: a shooter that's going to be coming out right multiplayer.
2: Yeah, hyper realistic. Um, that's made by like survival shooter Russian developers. Yeah I'm it's always a little iffy about them. Really, really similar to <clears throat> Arma mm-hmm. in the way that it's done, but I was watching videos on like tweaking your character so you don't just have prone crouch and standing. You can actually, you know, adjust the degree in which you you're crouching. It's
0: Yeah, it sounds like Arma. So it seems like a combination of Arma mixed with like stalker
2: yeah something something kind of like Daisy, except not with the zombies. um it looked neat, and it was just something that I thought that you might be interested in,
0: yeah, I'll watch some more stuff about it. um looks like the last time there was some footage put up was November there's some in january um yeah i'll I'll keep an eye on it. it's definitely it's kind of been on my radar, but I haven't been paying too much attention to it, but I'll look into it a little bit more and see uh, how I feel about it. I have heard of it. Okay, cool. Um, Okay, so who wants to go first on top five weapons? Anyone, like, super excited or should I kick it off? It was your idea. You go for it. I'm going to go first then. Okay. So my... uh... Blow me away. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. These are in no real particular order. So uh, I'm going to start with this one, which I will probably say is... This one I will say is probably my number one and everything else is no real order. Uh, The Cerebral Boar from Turok 2. That gun. When playing this game on N64 and playing multiplayer, it's one of those things that the first time anyone picked this up and used it, there was just a holy shit moment in the room. Because it's back when everyone would sit in the same room and play, you know, on a console. And this. So it shoots out like a ball that grinds. You lock onto an opponent, and it shoots out a ball that grinds into their head. And, like, all this stuff starts spewing out of the head as it's grinding in. It's got this, like, it sounds like you're at the dentist. It's like noise, and then it goes in, and then there's a pause, and then the enemy's head explodes.
1: It's That's just gross, Colin.
0: Yeah, it was. It's, it is insane. And so when you're playing it in multiplayer and you pick it up, and for the first time launching it, it's like the whole room just stops. I can't believe, like, wow, that is <laughs> that is a thing that just happened.
2: <laughs> oh, oh man, I
0: love that weapon. Yeah, the cerebral bore is just. Great. If you have not used it or played Tarak 2 or seen it, it's worth I think uh, looking up like a YouTube video for it. Um, my second weapon is the stake gun and Painkiller, which I know Bucky you had mentioned Painkiller earlier. Um, and Painkiller used the Source engine, so it was really like physics heavy. And when you stuck people with the stake gun, it would stick them to the wall. Pretty much any angle you shot them at, they would just fly to the nearest wall and stick to it. And the stakes would impale them, and they would. Um, you could just keep launching them. You get 50 stakes. You could pin their arms, their legs, their body, their head. Didn't matter, and it was pretty awesome. Um, it was pretty much one of the main weapons you use in the game too. So uh, the stake gun was pretty good. The laptop gun from Perfect Dark, yeah. um, I really liked because every gun in Perfect Dark had an alternate fire, and the laptop gun. So you, it, it's originally from a mission where you like on an airplane, and then it looks like a laptop, but then you pull it out and it'll turn into a gun. It's the name Laptop Gun. But in multiplayer, you just pick it up, and it's got a really high rate of fire, very low recoil. So it caused massive amounts of damage. Um, and then it's alternate fire as you throw it, and it sticks to the wall as a, an, a tracking turret. So anytime anyone runs by, it'll just like lock on and start shooting at them. So you could set up really good ambushes in multiplayer using the Laptop Gun.
4: Uh, unless you're playing against Dark Sims, and they would just teleport behind you and kill you anyways. Yeah, Dark Sims, no.
0: <laughs> They're always on to
4: you. They, they were cheaters, haven't
0: huh? <laughs> they? Hack- they, they literally would. Yeah. <laughs> um, the hammer of dawn uh, from Gears of War, I, I would call it the hammer of God. So it's really useful in um, co-op when you're playing on like the hardest difficulty, because when you're getting swarmed by enemies and you get to use it, it'll, you aim it at the ground and it starts like this laser that starts tracking and then it fires basically a massive laser beam from a satellite which just like hammers that whole area. It's insanely powerful, and if you get a chance to use it in multiplayer, it's really good, too. But it was something I remember like Chris and I would have a lot of fun with when we were playing co-op. And then the final one is uh, the shrink ray from Duke Nukem, which was really fun. Like in Duke Nukem 64, Duke Nukem 3D, when you would shoot an enemy with it, they would shrink. And then when you ran up to them, your character would start a stomping animation. And they would be little, and they'd look up, and they would just see like, Duke's foot <laughs> coming down. You just get mushed, and so it was a lot of fun in multiplayer. Um, I got one honorable mention, and that's the op from uh, or the AWP from Counter Strike. Any Counter Strike?
1: Fuck that gun!
0: Yeah, (laughs) because people like
1: opping
4: is a thing. It's not. It's not. I
1: suck with it, and everyone else is like magic with it. I fucking hate that gun.
4: I I have a funny story related to that gun. It's well, go yeah, tell your story. So, me and my friend were playing on a server where it was a no op server, but uh, there was a guy on the other team who I guess was friends with one of the admins, mm-hmm. and they spawned him an op, and he was just like slaughtering us all with it. So my friend managed to get behind him, killed him, took his op, and killed the entire other team, and then was banned from the server.
1: It's <laughs> a good way to go.
0: I remember that one time where I got like three headshots in a row and they kicked me? Like we happened to be in the same server. It was so random because I wasn't like I didn't join on Travis. This was back in. Yeah, this was before Source. you
4: could do that. Yeah, yeah. it's Counter Strike Source, and you just, just happened to be like Colin.
0: Yeah, I saw his name. I saw Keshek and I was like, "Holy shit, Travis is on this server!" And then I was, and then we were playing, and for, I was laying down one point. I got three <clears> headshots in a row, and then they it kicked me because they th- thought I was hacking. It's kind of like the other day in Rainbow Six where you got those three headshots in a row. It's just
4: like, I still don't know where the other three people or other two people were. I got we're <laughs> I was shooting through a window and I saw a guy's head pop out. I just pulled the trigger and then it's like round over. And I'm like, who killed the other two people? And I look up at the kill cam. And I had all three kills.
0: <laughs> I um the other day I had a really bullshit kill. I was playing as Blitz with the shield and because one of the the challenges was <laughs> to get like three kills with Blitz. And I was going or went around with Blitz. I think. And so I went to this room, and I turned. I didn't even aim. I just was like, I saw a guy, and I went bam, bam. I fired twice, and I recorded the video. And I'll show you, Megan. Um, it's such a bullshit kill. I, I headshot. I fired two shots. One hit the wall, and the other I was just like barely even over the guy. The laser was not on his head. It was like I guess crazy recoil and inaccuracy basically made it hit him in the face, <laughs> and it killed. And then he then he just starts like raging in the chat. He's like, "This is fucking bullshit! You fucking hacker." And, like, I watched the video again because I had, like, uh, the NVIDIA Shadow Play going. And I was like, that is really... I would think I was hacking if I saw it. <laughs> I was like, this makes no sense. I shot, like, next to him and hit him in the face.
1: I like those moments <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Like, I'll be playing a first-person shooter and just go on a tear. Yeah. And, like, you stop. and like, am I fucking hacking I right fucking
0: now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Is this something I'm doing? Yeah, um... So there was that, and then uh, oh yeah, but opping like opping someone is a thing. It has a name. Like it is a, yep. Is, yep, like that is a verb. Like you would opp somebody, and that is just the fact that a gun had spawned its own verb. That I think that's is a, that's a pretty that's an op- the pretty famous
4: the act of being a dude culture.
0: Yeah, so op is um. I don't know. That's why it gets an honorable mention. Definitely not one of my top guns. I suck with it. I never do well, but I always... If I play Counter-Strike, <laughs> I always get dominated with it, so I figure it's worth mentioning. Alright, um... Sean, what do you got? What are your top five weapons?
1: Boom! My first one's from GoldenEye on the 64. Uh-oh. No. It's not the Golden Gun, which is good, but I have always loved the RCP-90. Yes. <laughs> that yep. gun is amazing, especially when you pick up two of them. Um, my other one... It's from Final Fantasy VII, because I'm one of the people that do like that game. And it's Sephiroth Sword. Because the, the first game? time I saw it, yeah. First time I saw it, first time I saw him, I thought it was so badass. Yeah. Well, um, everyone did. I've always You're liked all that. In so. middle school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was, it was you cool. Have out, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that one sticks with me, because I still think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other one's from Doom. And there's a lot of really good guns in that one, the original Doom. Mm-hmm. But I still remember the first time I picked up the minigun. And I felt like a god. It was the so first really love to really do, do it. Yeah. yeah, and it was really awesome. Uh, number And these aren't in any order either. Yeah. Uh, number four is Ocelot's Revolver from Metal Gear Solid. It's a single and action there's like, army. Yeah, and there's a lot of like pop culture media stuff that makes Revolvers badass. And they are. But I like his, and I think a lot of it is because he's such a badass and, like, the first time I saw him was in Metal Gear Solid 1, when you're in that little room, and he comes out talking shit and, like, spinning it around and stuff. <laughs> I was like, goddamn, what a badass. <laughs> Sounds so like I what a show-off.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then my other one, this is something silly, it's a gun in Borderlands 2 called Bane. Mm-hmm. And the, when you're holding it, you move in super slow motion, and the gun screams. <laughs> and then, like, this high-pitched voice, like, when you reload and stuff, he's, the gun's like,
2: RELOADING!
1: Oh, he's, <laughs> just, like, really loud. <laughs> like, it's hilarious. And it's a shitty gun, but I always keep it on my character to pull it out for fun. <laughs> <Worth> <laughs> those it. are those are it's, five. It
0: just slows you down, nothing else?
1: Nope, everyone else moves at normal speed, but you run at <laughs> <much. laughs> wow. And then when you're firing, he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right,
4: uh, Travis. All right, so my first one kind of parallels one of yours. It's the um, ten millimeter HV penetrator from Fear. Okay. First encounter, oh, yeah, assault yeah. recon, which is basically a giant nail gun. Nice. Um, and it was just like it was like the like medium rate of fire, like doom, 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 doom. and it was just brutal, like nailing people to walls, especially with the ragdoll physics in that game. And it was just so satisfying to, like, shoot someone in the head and just then be, like, dangling. It's like, oh, he's still standing up. And then as you walk by, his body just kind of, like, swings when you brush <laughs> against it. So um, that was just one of my uh, top ones of all time. Uh, then the gravity gun from Half-Life 2. Yes. The, um, that one I just... Before, after it like,
0: modified at the end of the game where you can pick up anything.
4: Yeah but I like to just like picking up saw blades and like launching them into people or even just like picking up turrets from like a distance to keep them from shooting you or like all kinds of things you could do is it is a very versatile weapon. You could use it for defense or offense. Yeah.
2: Killing with science. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> One thing I want to add is I
0: remember when they had that, the E3 demo got leaked like the files for it and you could play it and just playing with the physics gun. It was like a room that had like water cause it was demonstrating the water and how mattresses could float and just seeing the physics engine—it was the first time anyone, first time anyone had ever seen Source. I remember downloading those files and just playing with just the gravity gun in basically a room that essentially was like Gary's <coughs> mod. Just being able to do that—I spent hours just dumbfounded by the physics in that game and what this gravity gun meant. Like, what I was like, gaming will never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> and then no other game uses it. It's just like, <laughs> but there's it, it, a lot of promise with it. Like, I think that. The, it, it really was g- useful in demonstrating how physics can affect gameplay from, like, then on out. So I think that's yeah, yeah. a very good choice.
4: Then uh, one is the flail gun from Bulletstorm, which is the one that shoots essentially a bola where uh, the two ends are grenades. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, so the, the general – that's probably how I got, like, half my kills in that game is I would just shoot someone in with it and it would wrap around them and their arms would be, like, pinned to their side. And then you just kick them into, like, a group of 20 people and just, like, detonate it and just kill everyone. And, um...
0: They came out some really good guns.
4: And then, like, the alternate fire, it would, uh, superheat the chains that connected the two, and it would actually, like, cut through people. And, like, so you could dismember people with it as well. It was just... It was a really fun gun to get kills with. And I while doing research for this, I went back and looked at like the names of some of the skill shots for it, and they're just pretty good. Like was it a grenade gag, wrap a flail around the head of an enemy and then explode it. Gang bang. Kill two or more enemies with a single flail explosion. Uh, homie missile. Kick a flail wrapped enemy to kill another enemy. I probably <laughs> had that for like a third of my kills in that game. Um French Revolution, decapitate two or more enemies with a flail charge shot. (laughs) Nice. So, I mean, they had a really good sense of humor with that game.
0: Yeah, really every gun needs an alternate fire in any game. Maybe not like tactical or modern games, but any game that's kind of sci-fi or just really action-based, every gun needs an alternate fire. It just adds so much. Every gun is two guns.
4: Yeah. Why have one gun when you can have two guns? Yeah. Was that uh, was that your fifth? No, I got two more. Okay, okay. Oh, that was my third. So my fourth is the is Biggeron Sword from Ocarina of Time. I mean, everyone will probably first think of the Master Sword when they think of Zelda, mm-hmm. but the Biggeron Sword was just my shit in that game. I've always liked like great swords, two handed swords. Mm-hmm. So I spent all the time it took to get that sword, and just I didn't use anything else the rest of the game unless I was forced to.
0: I don't even remember that sword.
4: It was, um, yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying, it's not really well known, but, uh, it's the one that the, uh, Gorons make. It's like a long quest, you have to do a whole lot of different things to get them to, uh, make it. You basically, I had to have a strategy
2: guide to figure it out the first time.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering if I ever actually got it.
2: Yeah, you did. I did? You did. <laughs> I, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Because it starts out as the Bigoron's knife. Oh yeah, and no, I was like, and then you have to get them to temper it, and I, I just remember me and Greg getting really bored because you had to keep running back and forth across the world. Yeah,
4: it, it's very long, and like, and there's one where you can't ride a horse while you do it as well, isn't there? Yep. And it's like timed, and so you have to sit there you have to roll the whole way because rolling is faster than running for some reason. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah that. Yeah.
0: This reminds me. I think it's because I was like watching Berserk at the same time. So I was like, mm-hmm. I really was into any game where I could use a really big sword. <laughs> so that does not surprise yeah. me if I did actually go and get this. It's just so long ago, but I I, I believe it. It sounds like that's something I would do. Yeah.
4: And then my fifth, which are probably the more contentious of them, is the Caragors in uh, Shadow of Mordor. Not <laughs> technically a weapon, but God, if I hadn't used them as one. That was like I got as many kills with those things as I could. I, I would just um, anyone who hasn't played before. They're like these, um, like armored, like almost reptilian dog animals. They're like giant
2: rancors.
4: Um, well, not that giant. You um, you ride them as a mount a lot. You are thinking of the grog, I think.
2: Oh yeah, I am thinking of the grog. Yeah, the, um,
4: they're like, and you ride them as a mount through a lot of the game. Which isn't even how I use them most of the time. But the idea is like, there is um, the orcs in the game keep them in cages. <laughs> and um, they also have like meat hanging from hooks and if you um, shoot the cages or shoot the meat, the meat will attract them, shooting the cage will release them and so anytime I got to an area with a lot of orcs I'm like, man, I could go around stealthily killing these guys, I could get into a big brawl, or I could just release, unleash as many of these beasts among this like town of orcs, and so I'm just like going around doing my thing, listening to the screams of all these orcs getting murdered by caragors <laughs>
0: Ocarina of Time was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of Link holding the big round sword, and I'm like, oh, man, that was such a great game. But yeah, the Karagors were great in uh, Shadow of Mordor. I, I like that the game gave you multiple avenues, especially if you were hunting someone who was afraid of them. Like, that was really useful. I, yeah. But enemies can flee in that, right? And, like, escape? Yeah. yeah. See,
4: I used that. Um, I had a uh, enemy who was terrified of them. And he, where he was at, he was... um. I positioned myself so that he was between me and a cage with a caragor. <laughs> he was also he was also vulnerable to stealth attacks, but he had too many people around him for me to get to him. Mm-hmm. So I shot the caragor cage. When the caragor jumped out, he started fleeing, and he fl- fled right under the archway I was standing at, and I just leapt down and stealth killed him in one hit. <laughs>
0: nice. That's thinking with portals. <laughs>
4: yeah. And, um, like, uh, do you remember the mission where you have to blow up the statue? Uh, That's, like, in the middle of the game, pretty much, um... Basically, they're building a statue of Sauron, and you have to go blow it up. And at, yes. at the end, you have to push a card of explosives up to the statue while getting attacked by orcs. Well, um, the first time I played the game, um, I had trouble with that one. Like, uh, just because like, the orcs, just, I had to keep stopping to fight orcs constantly. And, like, they, and eventually, mm-hmm. they just blew up the card and I had to do it a second time. Well, when mm-hmm. I f- decided to come back and play it again, or to finish it, I decided to just start over from the beginning. So I had to play this part of the game again this time when i was getting up to that part i just kept unleashing every caragor i came across by the time i got to that part of the mission there was like 20 caragors just roaming and they and they will always prioritize orcs over you as long as you don't attack them so when it came time for me to push this cart like i never had to stop pushing the cart like anytime an orc got near me i'd be like is he gonna get me is he gonna get me and all of a caragor just leap out of nowhere and just like pounce on him and eat him i was like yes this is so easy I did have to stop for archers because the category aren't as good against them. But overall, it made that part of the game so much easier.
0: Was that your fifth or was that your fourth?
4: That was my fifth. I wasn't sure if Sean was going to argue me on that one because earlier he was like, oh, animals can't be weapons.
1: They can't. I think it counts. But I'll, I'll let you believe what you want.
4: <laughs> but um, it. it, it, it I, I had an honorable mention as well in the case that it was overruled. And that was the uh, remote mines from Goldeneye.
2: Yeah, remote. Oh, mines yeah, good, those
1: right? are
0: great. All the mines were great. The remote, proximity. Um... Proximity
1: was really good. What was the just other one? There's
0: one more, are. right?
4: Yeah, I can't remember. Was
0: it... was it just remote and proximity?
4: I feel like there <laughs> yeah. was a third one. Uh Timed.
2: Timed, yeah. Which were
1: useless. Oh yeah. <laughs> they were yeah. garbage.
2: Proximity mines ended friendships. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> they did yeah i pissed a lot of people off god i had <laughs> i
4: had a sergeant in the army who we would do like retro game night and the only mode he would play goldeneye was uh slappers and remote mines i was like i fucking hate you man
0: <laughs> slappers it's anyway all right uh sean what do you got what are your five weapons or did you, you already went No, bucky bucky okay your yeah
1: it's my turn
0: Sean yeah, yeah. gets to go twice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Fuck you, give me your list.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Here, take it. Um, mine are in no particular order either. And some of these are less practical and more just for the impact that they have on my memory. First, for me, is Dante's Ebony and Ivory pistols.
0: Oh,
2: yeah? Um, and that's because these are just so freaking iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a storyline behind them, and also it was one of the first, uh, one of the first weapons that you could juggle enemies in the air with. We talked about that earlier. Mm. Um, I just thought that, well, I guess, actually watching you play the, uh, the demo for Devil May Cry, I thought it was so freaking cool that you're just blasting this puppet in the air, you know, keeping him up in the air by shooting him with these two pistols, um, yeah, you know, not particularly powerful or anything, but damn if they're not cool. Yeah, I remember that demo because it came with
0: code Veronica X, and we would trade off. Like I would play through the whole demo, then you would play through the demo, then Greg would play through the demo, and then I would play <laughs> through the demo. And, would... yep. and then we found the shotgun and we're like, oh my god, there's a shotgun in this and then we'd do it again. <laughs> yeah, that, demo yep. was, that was the best form of marketing. It's just like when the Metal Gear Solid 2 demo came with Zone of the Enders. Like that's people just bought the demo and it came with a game. That's pretty much what happened.
2: <laughs> I remember I bought uh, Code Veronica X used at GameStop and it came with is... the demo for Devil May Cry and Devil May Cry. I was like, "Ah, there's no there's no Code Veronica. <laughs> no Code Veronica. Um but yeah, that that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh one of my next ones and this one's actually relatively new. It is hard to pick one from all of the ones available in the game. So I'm just going with the most iconic. Mm-hmm. And that's the Soul Cleaver from Bloodborne. Okay. Uh, being a you know really big Souls fan, I, I love all the combat in those games. And one of the things that they changed about Bloodborne that's so neat is all of the weapons are considered trick weapons. So they have two different forms. And if you've played a Souls game, you know that the combat's actually really really intricate mm-hmm. there's the the moveset for each weapon is really vast and what they did in Bloodborne is whenever you switch from one handed to two handed the first off the transformation animations are freaking awesome looking and then it completely changes the moveset so you have two full movesets for each weapon and the saw cleaver just looks really badass um and you can also integrate the
4: transformation into your um, combo. Attack. Yeah, yeah. Your combo. They have like a specific attack transformation as well.
2: It oh man, just nothing feels more badass than wailing on somebody and then switching the weapon to its two-handed mode and just destroying them mid combo. It's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that's 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 my number two. My number three, and <clears throat> this is again. Is it a weapon? Is it not a weapon? But I'm going to go with the portal gun. Because it's, ex- you know, it's real, uh, again, it's really iconic. It can be a weapon. So yeah. I don't think it counts. Um, killing people with science. Yeah. <laughs> also, just the, the fun ways that you could break physics while using it. That was probably one of the most fun weapons I mean, to actually use. I've killed myself with the portal gun. In the game, so <laughs> so. I, I mean, it's definitely plausible. <laughs> yeah yeah I guess so. um
3: you murdered the companion cube
2: No oh, yeah cube.
0: <laughs> but it also works kind of like a like a gravity gun too, right? you can pick yeah. it, or do you just pick things up? It doesn't pick things no. up you pick them no, up No, you just okay, pick them. yeah okay
2: um my next one, and this is a little bit of an odd one, is from jedi Knight Jedi Academy games when you finally get the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Because this was the first time that I remember being able to use a lightsaber in a video game, and it was just so much fun to murder <laughs> dudes with a lightsaber. Yeah, you could do that small console command, and then you could dismember people in
0: Jedi Knight, Jedi Outcast, and Jedi Academy. Um, yeah, could, like cut off arms, legs. You could just flail around, and they just cut into bits.
2: Yep, and I just remember it was also when computer graphics were starting to get, you know, better, too. Mm -hmm. So if you had it turned on and you walked up to a wall and turned your character so that it clipped, you'd start, you know, leaving this giant gash. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought that was really, really neat. And, you know, I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan, so being able to actually use a lightsaber in a game was pretty cool at the time.
0: Yeah, the best thing I loved in Jedi Academy, the the ultimate combo is Force Choke, Saber Throw. Whenever, like, the Sith would attack you, you just Force Choke, and while you're holding them up, just Saber Throw and just cut them in half.
2: That oh, man. really easy. <laughs> I missed that. I'm to play it again. My last one, and this comes back to the original Doom again, uh, is actually the BFG. Mm-hmm. Because, come on, it was called the big fucking gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how how can that not be included in a list of top ten or top uh, five video game weapons? They even
0: had it in the uh, Doom movie, and they had like the Rock walk up to it and be like, "That's a big fucking gun." <laughs> <And> <laughs> that's, that's right.
2: <laughs> the, oh man, I forgot about that movie. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. it had one good scene. Yeah.
1: I enjoyed it. Had, the,
4: the funny part is you say it has one good scene. I say the scene you're probably talking about is the scene I hated in that movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was
0: going to say it has zero good scenes. I think the guy in the wheelchair who turned into the like the Hellhound-like thing, kind of like uh, they copied the design from Doom 3. That was that was okay. Oh, yeah,
2: that, that, that was all right. <laughs> oh, no. I don't
1: know. I know the movie's not good, but it's really fun to watch. It's a fun movie. I like it. Yeah. Dude. However,
2: Over Doom has nothing to do with Doom. And that is not a good movie.
4: So it has something to do with Doom.
2: <laughs> it is, it's a Bollywood film. And it was in the Doom box that Josh bought.
0: Rosamund, so Rosamund Pike, the actress, she was in Gone Girl and in Jack Reacher and Die Another Day. She's been in a lot of movies. She was in Doom. Huh. Yeah, I just I rewatched the trailer for Doom the other day, and I, I was uh, like, she was in it. Remember
4: anyone but The Rock?
0: Yeah, uh, and Carl Urban.
2: Yeah, Carl oh, yeah. Urban was the main character. John Grimm. Yep.
4: <laughs> yeah, but really, all I remember is The Rock. <laughs> you had to tell me Carl Urban was in that movie.
1: <laughs> you need to give another chance.
4: That first person scene, just like ah, uh, I can't stand it. At
0: least it happens at the end. But being a baby. So yeah, Dwayne Johnson plays Sarge.
3: But why does it say parentheses as The Rock? Because he was like,
0: like he's credited as The Rock oh, in the movie, okay. not as Dwayne. Johnson. I didn't know
3: if Sarge. That was, was when he was still by... kind
1: of jumping into the movie world. Yeah, before so he went was by still just yeah. The Rock.
0: Same with Scorpion King; it was like starring The Rock, and then uh, eventually okay. started transitioning to Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and yeah. then now it's just Dwayne Johnson. Because he's like, oh, I want to be legitimate. Yes, yeah, even like the poster for Walking Tall. It says The Rock Walking Tall, mm-hmm. and then the next Walking Tall had uh, Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And in the rundown, he's credited as The Rock. Yeah.
4: <laughs> the Rock. I can't think Kevin Sorbo seriously ever since he did that like um, super uh, like Jesus uh, movie, oh, God right. is Not Dead. Oh,
0: what? <laughs> I couldn't take yeah. Kevin Sorbo seriously after Hercules, so right. <laughs> it's pretty much been that long since I've <laughs> thought Haters of Haters gonna hate. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, Megan, you're top five.
3: Okay, so I'm gonna start this off by saying that I don't enjoy shooters or hack and slash, so this was kind of hard for me because I do mostly RPG turn-based games, but I didn't feel like I should choose a weapon from those games because they're not satisfying, they're just stat-based and they're pretty. Like, I don't think that makes it a good separath. I wasn't gonna judge anybody's weapons, it's just my own opinion. But anyway, so five is a little bit of a stretch, but I chose um, for my first one from the game Kagero Um, it's like, you're a little girl and you set traps and rooms and you assassinate people. And I really enjoyed the spring floor that would launch people into an electrified wall. Like, (laughs) I've never heard
1: of this game and it sounds amazing. It was
3: PlayStation one and it's amazing for people who don't like to actually conflict. How do you spell it? Uh, K A G E R O. It's part of Tecmo's deception franchise. It's the second game. But um, oh
4: okay, I might have heard pretty that. Pretty
3: much, like they have all these different traps, and it's very like, um, Rue Goldberg machine-esque where you'll use one trap to knock them into another trap to knock them into another trap. And, you know, I get really excited by, like, fun things that, like, happen surprisingly. So, like, you'll have a plan and you set up all the traps and then it'll go totally wrong, but you still kill them. So you're like, woo!
0: (laughs) Kagero
1: deception.
4: It makes me think of besiege the way you describe it. Yeah, that's what I
1: was thinking of, too. (laughs) Yeah. Which is another good weapon. Anything you make in besiege. (laughs) (laughs) If it doesn't, just fall apart.
3: But, you know, for me, I didn't like, like fighting people face on. So this was a great game to let me be violent without having to be scared.
4: I the passive aggressive. Ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
3: my number, the next one I have is the home run bat in smash brothers. Um, I always played as Pikachu and I thought the items were kind of cheap, but there was something really satisfying when you would get like that smash and like you'd hit somebody with the bat and it fly off the stage. So <laughs> like nostalgia wise, like that's one of my favorite things. Um, My next two are from Skyrim both, so I apologize. I'm not diverse. But um, I – so we had a friend who was playing Skyrim, and he was only using his fist, and I hadn't really thought about it like that because, again, I, like, summon things and hide behind rocks. Like, I'm totally a baby about, like, confronting the enemy – But he was like, yeah, you know, punching a dragon to death is the most amazing thing in the world. And I'm like, well, I want to punch a dragon to death. So I created a Khajiit character that was a thief, or it was a very sneak-based character. But to use the Fist of Steel perk and use your fist, you have to use the heavy armor. So it was like, I was like the most non-stealthy sneak character because I still like had my heavy armor on and I was running around real slow. But um, it was satisfying, and the Khajiit gets you know a bonus for unarmed damage. So it was like I felt safe enough to be up close to the bad guys and punch them. So I really liked that. Um,
4: Are you going to carry that over to Fallout? I don't have.
3: I
1: did that with dragons, but I cheated because I would just fight them regular, and when I would their health would get to nothing, then I would just finish them (laughs) off by punching them.
3: yeah well so in Skyrim I also really enjoyed just putting poison in people's pockets and like watching them die without having to do anything so like I'm I'm it's not I'm not very good at never done that before <laughs> yeah I did even know you could do that well, Jesus so you, I also would sneak up to good Meg characters a psychopath. no 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 I would sneak up to good characters and I would steal all their equipment and weapons and I would go upgrade it and sneak back and give it back to them like I just did oh, not play the game right that gives
1: me a really good idea in my current Skyrim game i have a chest in my house full of potatoes yeah so i think what i'm gonna do (laughs) is go and rob people and then just leave them a potato
3: and you don't feel bad as long as it's not poison potato you know but um anyway um so the next one from skyrim i really do like maces and i think that's because i don't you know like weapons that are really big um they're slow and so that's scary to swing big swords but maces are usually kind of like a concussion damage, but they're faster than big heavy swords. So I like Mace's, and um, in Skyrim, the Mole, uh, I can't even pronounce it, it's like... Mace Mo- of Molech Ball. Yeah, molag Bol. He's in um, Markarth, which is one of the second towns I usually go to, because I do that Drunken the Night to Remember quest, and I also totally love the First Worn, so I go there usually pretty straight from the beginning but anyway i really like that mace and i didn't realize it but it's the best mace in the game because i was like what was that mace i really like and i looked it up and they were like oh yeah this is the best mace um it drains life forces the stamina and magic um from the people you're hitting which totally feeds into the i'm gonna cast magic and not fight them but if i have to fight them i'm gonna hit them with something that steals what i need." so Colin told me that I couldn't use five Pokeballs, which I never thought a Pokeball was a weapon. It's a home. Um, <laughs> but anyway, if I had to... um,
4: It's a cage.
0: It's, oh. Yeah.
1: It's I a, like the term
0: home. It's a blunt force <laughs> concussion-causing...
3: You weapon. don't hit them; they pop open and they like scan it. Uh, I think hit
1: them
0: first. Sucked into it against their will. That sounds like a weapon.
3: Anyway, Pokeballs aren't a weapon, but if I had to choose my favorite, it's the Premier Ball because I like the visually the whiteness of it. But anyway. I chose for my racist. best... What? No! No. <laughs> um, but I did choose the under weapons, I would choose a Vulpix because Pokemon are weapons and Vulpixes are my favorite. So that was my last one. Pokemon
0: are animals.
3: Yeah, Oh, you know what? No, anything.
0: they're pocket monsters.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> they're monsters.
2: You brought up Skyrim and that reminded me of a really freaking fun weapon that, that I completely forgot about. If you do... uh if you do the Shiogorath quest line, mm-hmm. you get the Wabbajack. <laughs> the <wab-a-jack. laughs> what? Which, the Wabbajack is an enchant... It, it's a staff that just does random magical shit. Oh. Like, it's it's a dice roll as to what it'll do. Sometimes it'll rain lightning from the sky. <laughs> Sometimes it'll summon an evil, like, Daedric prince. Sometimes it'll turn your enemy into a sheep. Look awesome. up videos of it. It's pretty freaking funny. Was that
0: in Skyrim or was that in Oblivion?
2: It might might be Oblivion. I think it was Oblivion. It might be I Oblivion. was
1: reminding me of one, too, talking about fear. And there was a time when fear came out that I was addicted to fear online. And that was when and they the did, gr- yeah, the multiplayer. The grenades. Were like, awesome. the grenades themselves were normal, but the effect. They did this, like, warping effect when they went off. Yeah. And I'd never seen that in a game before. And it you looked so awesome. Bucky. It was really cool.
0: Wasn't your first time getting drunk, Bucky, playing that <laughs> I got <it>. <laughs> Online
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um your online was great by the way. Yes. That was a lot of fun. <laughs>
2: yeah, I uh I got really dr- like blackout drunk to the point where I still really wanted to play and I couldn't see the screen. So one of our friends, I was like, "I want to play the game." Is my and they'd put my hand on the keyboard and I I'd, I'd keep asking Sean. I was like, "Sean, am I doing good?" And Sean was pretty drunk too.
1: And he's like, You're doing great, man And then I passed out of the keyboard. It sounds
3: like you're playing Surgeon Simulator with your eyes closed, kinda of We
1: could <laughs> basically. We would organize what was the map? I think it was called Wet Work. Yeah. It, it had was a wet- parking lot out back. And we would get, to, and every time it came up, we'd be like, hey, you guys want to go fist fight in the parking lot? <laughs> and so we would set up, people would set up a circle around the parking lot, and then we would just take <laughs> just turns and the shit out of each other <laughs> until the round ended. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, because you could do scissor kicks, too. Yeah, yeah. Like so we scissor would scissor just kicks.
1: like, yeah, we'd just punch and kick each other. You and did take like turns a sliding in the kick, lot. too, couldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we didn't do those, though, in our fights. No, okay. Why not? That's cheap. <laughs>
0: Um, so, I was just looking at the Deception series, and apparently Deception 4 is the most recent. It came out, your Torture series. Yeah. Uh, they have both on Vita. The most recent one, Deception 4 The Nightmare Princess, is out on um, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, and PlayStation Vita. The one before that was just uh, PlayStation 3 and Vita. But yeah, it seems like the same kind of style of game. Um, it says, Blood Ties, the game is a revisit to Tecmo's 1996 PlayStation game, Tecmo's Deception, Invitation to Darkness. So if you ever want to get okay. back into
3: the series- I do, actually, well, but um, Weird damn. Trivia, the first Deception, they um. had a warning on the cover of the game that was like, this game depicts satanic material, like it was the only PlayStation Oh, game. that's
2: right! Yeah, <laughs> I remember the game now, because it was all about trying... Like, you were you were trying to bring the devil back. Yeah, you're like the devil's daughter. Yeah, yeah you're getting souls. and Ah, oh, I remember that now.
3: It was fun.
0: Yeah, I've never, <laughs> I've never heard of this series. But uh, Nightmare Princess got a 69 on Meta Is Critic. that her
3: all grown up now?
0: I don't know. She's, like, standing on some dude's balls. <laughs> this is <really> weird. <laughs> PlayStation but 4. yeah,
3: as a shy freshman in high school, I really enjoyed Traps.
0: I'm sure you did. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um anyone else got anything else to oh and take a minute to, who who all has seen Deadpool and who hasn't seen Deadpool? I I know me and Bucky have. Anyone? I have. So Travis, you said you have? Yes. And so, so everyone but Sean. Okay. I enjoyed it. <laughs> That's Deadpool. all we can
1: yeah. say. I, <laughs> I, should I, I go away for a while? No, there's really, oh. there's
0: really no spoilers.
4: There's nothing too I liked just Deadpool. It. it was exactly what I expected. I wasn't, like, blown away or anything. Yeah. The only thing I thought was I did not like was really the first time you see Colossus. It just felt so forced. Like, the whole mansion scene. Yeah. It just seemed odd. And the fact that he never powers down.
0: Yeah, he just and stays. Yeah. I, I, I assume to? that's yeah, well, he goes from uniform um, to. Oh,
4: the, okay. I think that's because they want to keep flexibility in recasting him before they actually like do another X Men yeah. movie. Well, apparently
0: or something. they offered the guy who played him in the X Men movies the role, but he would never be powered down, and he pretty much would just be the mocap guy. He wouldn't even be the voice because they wanted that thick Russian accent too, and so he just hmm. said no. Did so, he have
3: a Russian accent in the X Men movies?
0: Uh, no, not uh, really. Uh, no, but he should. Yeah, and he didn't look. Like, he didn't look right in the X-Men movies. Well, he was he
3: looked, like a baby. He looked
0: more like Silver Surfer in the X-Men movies than he did Colossus. He didn't have the lines. He didn't have the lines. He was just chrome. Like, they made him kind of sinewy, but it still wasn't the same. Like, <laughs> Colossus and Deadpool looks pretty much straight out of the comic book. Yeah. Like Like, he has got more of a, the X-Men kind of suit, but the like as far as him, he's got the hair and everything that goes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next one, they're going to have Cable, which is cool. And it's already been greenlit, so I'm I'm excited, man. I, I really liked. Uh, I enjoyed Deadpool. Is pretty much exactly what I expected. It was. Um, I'm kind of sad that they put so many jokes in the trailer because when they happened in the movie, like you already seen them, I would have laughed had I not already seen the joke like seven times. You
4: know, it was too big of a marketing push. They just pushed so hard on it that they ended up revealing half. Well, the movie don't you think they
3: were trying to attract all the people who didn't really know or.
4: Well, apparently it's doing character. really
3: well
0: right yeah. now, so which is good. Um, there's like a funny story about how the leaked footage got out. There's an interview with Ryan Reynolds. And he's like, I'm 70% sure that I wasn't the person who leaked it. But there's like four <laughs> there's four of them who had the footage. And they're all talking about – because they had that footage for like six years. And they were talking about how are we going to leak this? How can we get this out? And then a couple of years ago they managed to leak it. And then once like the cell phone recording of it leaked, then they put out the official like the high, high – resolution version and then everyone loved it so much. You know, obviously Fox was like, okay, we're gonna green light this. Um but apparently when he was gonna play Deadpool in X-Men Wolverine Origins, he'd been wanting to do Deadpool since before that movie. And he he told Fox, he was like, hey, people are not gonna like this Deadpool and they're gonna get really mad. And Fox (laughs) were like, We don't care. Um if you don't want to play him, we'll just have someone else play him. And he was like, Well, I guess I'll play him And so that's kind of why he was such shit in Origins. But they have a lot of, like, really, um, uh, like, reflexive jokes in the movie about, like, Ryan Reynolds and about Wolverine, Deadpool yeah. and a lot of Hugh Jackman jokes. So
3: <laughs> Well, don't give it all away, Sean. It's well, it's not really it giving it. it away. It yeah, funny. it's
0: yeah. very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's good. I think they handled the humor really well. And I think it was very, very, like, true to Deadpool. So Well, you
3: were worried that the humor was too current events and so, like, in 10 years, will it
0: be... Yeah, I guess I'm just worried about how it'll age. But again, then again, I don't think it's a movie that I'm going to watch, really, in the future too <laughs> much. But it's like, like Conker's Bad Fur Day. You know, all the, like, if you play, if someone played it now, they wouldn't get a lot of the references unless they grew up with, like, the movies that it constantly referenced. Um, and I feel like Deadpool's very relevant right now with its jokes. And Do you think so- that's the
3: case with Space Jam?
0: Space Jam? <laughs> no, that's Space Jam. Dude, I'll watch jam. Space
3: Come Jam on. anytime. <laughs> well, Space Jam <laughs> didn't really have jam. any, like
0: relevant joke Are you just um, the Michael Jordan
3: thing I don't yeah I don't. like
0: that's that's the only thing I guess it's the thing with Michael career.
4: Jordan's still an icon
0: yeah, yeah. So. I mean he's he, it's just like Babe Ruth and Sandlot I mean they made Sandlot years after yeah. Babe Ruth like was dead <laughs> and it's still t- I, I feel like Sandlot's the only reason knew who Babe Ruth was yeah maybe in the future the only way people know who Michael Jordan is is because of Space Jam I don't I don't much. Much. <laughs> air jordans <laughs> what, what, what a dark day
1: <laughs> uh, it's the future although, who's, like oh this man actually played basketball <laughs> i thought he was just a shoe <laughs> guy
3: who was the um basketball player that was the mc in fifth element uh, he was really outspoken but it, I was like he I wasn't
0: don't... a basketball player. You're thinking Chris Tucker, he's an actor. Oh. Yeah. Do You think just because <laughs> he's black <laughs> oh, no. <players>, <laughs> no, 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 no. There was see, she's
4: like near ball cuz it's I right.
3: told you she's a racist.
0: Oh man. <laughs> Who the main uh, he, guy?
3: He went to North Korea recently.
0: Dennis Rodman, he's not in Fifth Element.
3: Oh, I thought that was he just looks like so that, <laughs> yeah, just, that's, that's, Oh my god. <laughs>
1: He's wearing I don't know outfits crazy like crazy hair and stuff in the outfits, yeah. I get that. But that I don't know like, if that's a different
4: person. The question is who's pretending to be the other one?
3: I thought it is, was is Chris
4: Tucker doing a Dennis Rodman. Yes, yes that's what it was. Because Robin...
1: Rodman was crazy as shit before that. So. Yeah. No,
3: that I thought it was the same person. No. Dennis no Rodman was in
0: uh, he was in double team with Jean Claude Van Damme um. around that time.
3: I thought that was his
1: break into movies. Oh. No, that was not his to... break into <laughs> movies.
0: I, I feel like Double Team was his break into movies.
3: Anyway, moving on. With
0: uh, Mickey Rourke I was have facial the blindness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, You're just a racist. No. Fine. <laughs> anyway, she's like, I'm not saying all black people look the same. I'm just saying that, you know, they all kind of look the no,
3: same. No, he dressed just like Chris – what was that guy called? Dennis Rodman. The <laughs> actor is...
0: Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Who's like easily like 60 pounds lighter than Dennis Rodman. I
3: don't watch basketball, so. (laughs) Okay.
4: (laughs) Whatever. It's
2: Chris Rodman. Chris Rodman. (laughs) We'll go with that.
4: Dennis Tucker.
2: Dennis
0: Tucker. Anyway. um, Lasers.
3: Lasers. Oh. Wait, we didn't do what games were we playing? And that was Sean's oh, big no, game. No,
0: unlasers. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no unlasers. God, we never oh, had wait,
1: to do this. Hit the red button. Wait, wait I don't... Can you unlaser?
0: <laughs> we ju- we're doing it. We're unlasering.
3: It's like how you this get rid of a tattoo. It's a first lasers.
1: time. new territory. What episode is this? <laughs> you just called it. 28? 28.
2: This
0: is episode 30.
2: Oh God! Oh, what great. a what a time dirty to
0: unlaser! 30. We're unlasering episode, on our dirty thirty
1: the milestone yeah. episode thirty uncharted territory yep. the unlasering unlasered Start territory <laughs>
0: <laughs> unlasered Rodman. Oh man! Um, anyway, current games. Sean, you kick it off because I want to hear about this American Truck Simulator.
1: Okay. Well, first, playing iRacing always, and then I've also been playing a shitload of American Truck Simulator. Awesome! It's, it's awesome.
0: You guys. Well, so how much like of America do you got to
1: trucks in? Well, are you it, 3Ding it? Yeah, it works completely fine with the Oculus Rift. Can you really like, turn
3: on a fan no. so you can pretend you got your window rolled down?
1: No, but I've <laughs> thought about it. So. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyway, it launches with California and Nevada, like and then all of soon... California, like all the highways. Well, you know, it's like con- really condensed. It doesn't have like every road or anything. Not, but it has a bunch of cities. One. No, it's 135. Okay. And um, soon, any day now, they're launching a new truck in Arizona. And then after that, they will be working on adding all the other are states.
0: These, are these free? Like if you already bought the game? or you
1: Arizona's play? free for everyone. Okay. After that, they will come in packs, just like they did with the Euro Truck 2 and its DLC. Ooh, North How much
3: money did you pay for the Euro Trucker to get all the parts?
1: Um, Euro Truck actually, right now I think for twenty five dollars you get Euro Truck One, Two, and all of the DLC.
4: Okay. Why would you get that when you can truck America?
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But anyway, no Euro Truck's good. Its map is also a lot bigger, so some people might want that for now until American Truck gets more content. But they're working on it. I'm happy with it so far. It's only twenty bucks. And it's well worth it, oh, worth and I think
4: you guys. can get it for twenty uh, percent off on GMG as well. So,
1: yeah, I'm sure there's sales out there, cheaper places. Nice, but I think it's worth it. There's still some things that need. Okay, my biggest fucking gripe: there are some like traffic light intersections that also have stop signs. <laughs> so when the lights are green, the AI still stops at the fucking stop signs. <laughs> and the way the crash physics work: like if you hit a car, if you hit anything, you just come to a stop. Like, if you hit another car, you both just stop. So you can't push cars. So I can't, like, push them through the intersection to get them out of my way. I just have to sit there and wait or go around. And I hope they fix that because it's really infuriating. <sighs> Other than that, that's pretty good. There's too many cops. But too good. many cops. What else are you playing? Way too many cops. I'm about to start. I haven't started it yet, but I'm about to start Shadow of Mordor. Okay.
4: Yeah. Looking
1: forward to that. It's a good game. It's a good murder simulator.
4: Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good.
1: Yeah, I think. Uh, pretty sure, actually, it was Bucky that got that for me for Christmas. I think so. Ooh. Start that up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> and Black Ops, we're playing that too. All right,
0: Bucky, what are you
2: playing? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I've finally gone back to Bloodborne again because I missed a ton of shit in the DLC, like. So you playing the DLC? whole bosses, yes. So I'm playing the Old Hunters. So those are going back up on my uh on my YouTube channel. Since the last episode that I was on, I also uh the Steam Holiday Sale was going on. I picked up Undertale.
1: Oh, um I picked that up too and I started it and I played it for a little while and I can't get into it. I don't like it.
2: I really enjoyed it. That, that it was
3: I adorable. It for you.
2: It, it, it was adorable. Oh, and yeah, for Megan, yeah, you you can go through the entire game without killing anything. Nice. And actually, it's more fun to play it that way because of the way the uh, the battle interface works. But she just wants to murder everything. No, that you could can... do that too.
0: <laughs> I really just but want can to you pick murder everything without and fighting eat them? Everything. Yeah, like very passive aggressively <laughs> kill all the enemies. Like just get them to kill so, themselves.
4: So you're saying you want to play Animal Crossing?
3: <laughs> I still haven't played that.
4: Oh, so I, if I had a physical copy of it, I would give it to you. I don't know why I ever bought that game.
3: Hey, Travis, I have good. a confession. I lost your Bravely Default.
4: Good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's not terrible. It's just the writing is so bad, it makes me not ever want to play that game again. Like, I really like the gameplay. The writing's just awful.
1: Continue, Bucky.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, the uh, Undertale was really good. I have the entire playthrough that's going up right now on my uh on my YouTube channel. Um also, I've been playing in Multiplayer Land, Ark: Survival Evolved. Yeah, I just got that.
4: Yeah, have, I haven't played yet, but I got I
2: it. I made a character. Which is, Oh man, I did too and I slid all the sliders I could to make everything gigantic, but that- made myself tiny.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so I looked so you, like this. You look like a creature. Dwarf. Oh, it's funny because um, I was playing with Chris and Mike, and they gave me a, a leather hat to put on my head. But my character's head model was so fat that it looked like a yarmulke. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll I'll post a photo of it up in the uh, in the uh, in the group. the group. Yeah. Um, That's funny, but yeah, that game is really fun. Um, and then also, I was forced to be away from my computer and everything else for about twelve hours uh, in the restroom last weekend, uh, and I played a lot of Xenoblade Chronicles on my three DS. Good use of time. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, Needless to say, that was a very uh, unfortunate uh, day. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like it.
0: All right. Uh, What uh, what are you playing, Travis?
4: Uh, Well, I just beat Shadow of the Mordor. Uh, First game I've ever got 100% completion on. And... um, like, as well as I didn't really have to try hard to do it. Like, I was just having fun playing <laughs> the game, and I got so close to the end that I was like, oh, I'm at like 90% completion. I might as well just go for 100. Yeah. So, um, I got that. Um, I've been, I'm about to start XCOM Long War mod mm. before I play XCOM 2. And then, um, played a little bit of, uh, Call of Duty with Sean, played some Rainbow Six with you. I don't know. Have we died and last since the last podcast? It's been a little while
0: think so we might no I don't think we did last weekend.
4: But yeah, I'm uh trying to actually kill games on my backlog. So I'm just like trying to pick like as far as game like single player games I'm playing by myself. I'm like all right, pick one game and finish it. So that game now is XCOM Long War.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, I um I've been playing Rise of the Tomb Raider, really liking it actually. I like it even more than the the 2013 reboot. I think it's a lot of fun. It looks gorgeous beautiful game
4: more or less quick time events
0: uh less yeah i would say less yes. not really a whole lot um, which is good just pretty much just like a little thing like if you jump from a ledge that's too far you'll have to hit x for it to like grab it all the way but other than stuff like that there's really not much quick time stuff at all uh really it's just fun i like it a lot uh, you can pretty much I would say turn the difficulty up, make it a little more challenging on its default. Like on normal difficulty, it's a little too easy. So I'd say go to like seasoned raider as uh, a more fun way to do it. Just because the firefights, the enemies will flank more. And I'd always say just kind of die in one hit and you feel pretty OP just running through the game. But if you put it on um, like hard, it's not even like impossibly hard or anything. It just gives it, I think that feels more balanced personally.
4: Um, is it one of those games where you can change it? You can change it the game? game, yeah. So if if okay. you
0: if you feel like you're getting stuck or it's a pain in the ass or you just got to get through it, then uh, then you can turn it back down. Uh, I've I, always hated the games where you're locked in at a difficulty for the entire game. Yeah, I think um, if I can't even imagine how easy the easiest difficulty would be. I think the easiest you would literally run, th- run through and just poke people and they'd fall over dead because on normal or, or
4: they just like kill themselves. Pretty
0: much, yeah. They would just all shoot themselves as you walk by. Um, but on but a lot of the game is really more puzzle solving and exploring tombs this time than it is combat combat only kind of pops up every couple of hours normally you spend time doing everything else which i really enjoy um, i i think it's a really good game i like it a lot um playing rainbow six vegas or <laughs> vegas no i'm not playing vegas. rainbow <laughs> six siege uh, and i just started arc survival evolved i'm i'm waiting to play with other people to really play it, so I know that the Hotstar server. Hint. So I was gonna. So play
1: I know, it yeah, me. I know Chris, Dustin, so Bucky has it, playing. so I've played quite a few of these survival games, and they're all shitty. Is this one actually good? It's got dinosaurs. <clears throat> that well, is, I don't d- care. You okay, beat a so, dodo
3: to death in the first five seconds.
2: Yeah, shitty. It okay. It, it is what you make it. It's kind of like Minecraft with dinosaurs and better graphics. That's the best way so that I can shitty. describe. It. Okay. It, yes, and.
4: And it's only twelve. It's twelve
1: dollars.
0: I just want to play it with them because I see that everyone else is always playing it. So I was like, oh, now I can actually hop Dustin in.
1: Dustin loves play it. Around. Yeah, but I haven't seen any gameplay or anything. All I know is it's a survival game. And he also a dies note, a, note a lot. Stop getting early access survival games. Yeah. We
2: we built a thing so that dinosaurs wouldn't kill all of the the mounts that we got, and Dustin left the door open, <laughs> and a T Rex came in and ate all our stuff. <laughs> See, that (laughs) that
0: makes me want to play it. I'm like, this sounds like like there's stories, you know, and it's something I can play with you guys, and I think that it it was $12, so I I can afford that. So I went ahead and picked it up, and so I made a character that I just saved the preset, so whenever I join your server, when everyone else is playing, I can just choose that. Um, So I'll I'll play with you guys eventually. There's that. Um, I bought Wasteland 2 because I always said when it got down to $20, I'd buy it on sale, so I bought it. And I think I had like $6 on my Steam account already, so it was like $14. Um, and I'm looking forward to that. It's like spiritual successor to the old Fallout games. Uh, one person said it was basically it with Fallout supposed to be really
1: 3. good.
0: Yeah, and it's supposed to be really fucking long, too, so there's that. And the Director's Cut came out. If you owned the original, you got the Director's Cut upgrade already, which had a couple graphical changes. Not much, because you can only do so much with an engine like that. But it like rebalanced some gameplay things and made it a little bit better. Um, so I'm going to start that. I'm waiting for the price of XCOM 2 to go down before I pick it up, because I want to be able to use the Steam Workshop stuff, but I really don't, like, have the money to spend $46 on it right now, which is the cheapest I can find it on Green Man Gaming. Um, I think that's it. Just basically, so, Rainbow Six, I'm probably going to beat Tomb Raider this weekend, and then I'll start breaking into, like, Wasteland to hold me over. Uh, but there's also Firewatch I got and The Witness, so there's lots of games to be playing right now. Um,
1: what a time How much to Much
0: is allowed. Firewatch. Uh, Firewatch is twenty dollars, I think. Okay, so it's about five dollars an
1: hour. So I want to play that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and Megan, what are you playing?
3: Um, I don't have my gaming computer right now, so. I mostly play cell phone games, and Colin makes fun of me for being casual. Um, I'm very addicted to Pokemon Shuffle, which, if you've ever been like, I like to be addicted to... Match um, three games. Match three games, but I really want Pokemon involved. It's not just match three. It's like match whatever you want, but it's really good, and they (laughs) offer... There's
0: a minimum of three. You have to have at least three. That's why it's called match three, and then you can go...
3: But um, pretty much, it's kind of addictive because they offer challenges on a daily and weekly basis so like right now if you want to catch a blastoise you need to place like a certain like you have to be within the top eighty thousand top scores and i'm not but it's fine but it's like every week they have different legendaries and just different puzzles and each pokemon has different disruptions i really like it and colin makes fun of me but i play it and i don't spend money on it 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 definitely could like trap stupid people into doing that um, I also have been playing the Dying Light companion for Travis and Colin so that they can get, like, bullets and med kits and stuff. And it's not very fun, but... I feel I'm doing my part as a team, even though I'm not playing. <laughs> I don't like zombie games, so it's you're like... One of, you're one of our survivors. Yeah. We need um, our bullets. Um, yeah, it's like it. a resource and team management app. It's it's whatever. Um, and then I did just download the Ingress app for my phone, so I'm probably going to walk around the neighborhood while Colin's playing Tomb Raider today and like do a couple missions That are, like, right next door to us so that I can see if it's fun enough to keep playing. Because, you know, I I do ride the bus. And so you can kind of, like, just stare at the screen and hack portals as you drive past them. So I might do that on my bus rides to work. (laughs) Um, And then I'm going to start playing Pokemon Alpha Sapphire today. That's my goal. Oh,
2: Megan, you know what you should get? What?
3: Pocket Morty's someone oh, so keeps saying
4: yeah.
2: that. I, I keep saying that. Yeah.
3: What is it? It's, it's
2: Pokemon with
4: Rick Pocket and Morty. Yeah, but you go catch yeah. other
3: Rick's Mortys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been yeah, told. you gotta,
4: you, you, you got to fight the uh, members of the council of Rick's to get your uh, portal gun back. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. So does anyone have anything else?
4: I think that's it. All
1: right. I think we're actually lasering we're this gonna, time. We're gonna re laser, so. Super oh, nice. Super <laughs> up. Right? Yep. Alright. Lasers. Lasers. Lasers.
4: Lasers.
2: Okay, now that we're not recording, I have to tell you guys my butt story.